This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday and it is June 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the House panel investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol laid the blame firmly on Donald Trump Thursday night, saying the assault was hardly spontaneous, but an attempted coup and a direct result of the defeated president's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. With an ever-before-seen 12-minute video of the deadly violence and startling testimony from Trump's most inner circle, the January 6th committee provided gripping detail in contending that Trump's repeated lies about election fraud and his public effort to stop Joe Biden's victory led to the attack and imperiled American democracy. Police officers who fought off the mob consoled one another as they sat in the committee room reliving the violence they faced on January 6th. Officer Harry Dunn teared up as body cam uh, footage showed rioters bludgeoning his colleagues with flagpoles and baseball bats. In wrenching testimony, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Caroline Edwards told the panel that she slipped in another person's blood as rioters pushed past her into the Capitol. She suffered brain injuries in the melee. Trump, unapologetic, dismissed the investigation anew and even declared a social on social media that January 6th represented the greatest movement in the history of our country. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee tweeted all old news. The results of the two-hour hearing and co- uh, coming weeks of public hearings may not change hearts or minds in politically polarized America, but the committee's investigation with a thousand interviews is intended to stand as a public record for history. A final report aims to providing an accounting of the most violent attack on the Capitol since the British set fire to it in 1814 and to ensure such an attack never happens again. Officials have confirmed that a tornado touched down in Gloucester Township, New Jersey, early Thursday morning as a line of powerful storms swept through the area. The National Weather Service survey team was dispatched to the Blackwood section of the township to survey damage left behind in the storm. Thursday afternoon, uh, the National Weather Service confirmed uh, that an EF1 tornado touched down at about 5 a.m. with estimated peak winds of up to 90 miles per hour. The Weather Service said that the small twister touched down for about two minutes and stretched a quarter of a mile. Uh, the strong winds down damaged homes in the area, including one that was struck by a falling tree. Local police said about five homes in the Deer Park development reported damage. Authorities say no injuries were reported and none of the damage to the properties was structural. Severe thunderstorms and flood warnings were issued by the National Weather Service as the storm passed over the area, but no tornado warnings were ever issued. Two people were rescued after falling into a tank full of chocolate at the Mars M&M factory in Lancaster County on Thursday, officials said. Both patients were transported to the hospital. One patient was transported by ground and one was taken by helicopter. That was them after they they pulled them out. The extent of the injuries is unknown. Uh, the communications supervisor for Lancaster County 911 dispatch told CNN, I found I, this was interesting. So they told CNN that the fire crews have eliminated pulling them straight out of the tank and they actually have to cut a hole in the side of the tank to get them out. Huh. Uh, it's unclear how many people fell into the chocolate tank. A Mars Wrigley spokesperson told CNN, we are actively managing the situation and our primary focus is supporting emergency teams on site. The plant is known for making a variety of products, including M&Ms and Dove chocolate and is located about 12 miles from Hershey, Pennsylvania. In sports this morning. The Phillies won again, beating the Brewers 
8-3 yesterday afternoon in Milwaukee. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, and Odubel Herrera homered as the Phils won their season-high seventh straight game. At six and zero, are slow today. At six and zero, interim manager uh, Rob Thompson is off to the best start by a first-time major league manager since Boston's Joe Morgan won his first twelve games in nineteen eighty. Tonight, the Phils return home for a weekend series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Wheeler will get the start. First pitch is set, set for 7.05. Well, they didn't do it yet today, but they didn't do it yesterday. They'll do it. They'll, they'll, they'll do, do it. it, yeah. The NBA Finals continue tonight in Boston with the Celtics holding a two-games-to-one lead over the Golden State Warriors. Tip-off for the game uh, for game four is at 9 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning are one win away from returning to the Stanley Cup Finals after beating the Rangers 3-1 last night at Madison Square Garden. The Lightning are now up three games to two, and the series heads back to Florida for game six. The puck will drop in Tampa tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And the PGA Tour suspended the 17 players, including Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, and Sergio Garcia, who are taking part in the first LIV golf tournament. Players who resigned their membership before starting the LIV golf event uh, being held outside of London are also no longer eligible to compete in tour events or the President's Cup. LIV Golf is supported by the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, which is controlled by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Salman has been accused of numerous human rights violations, including the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We are ready for a Friday morning, and we are going to have a festive day today. We have a lot of fun things that are taking place, uh, so let's roll through them. First of all, we'll give away a Word of the Week prize. we got this really cool television that we'll have a chance for you to win, so... Uh, if you've been keeping track of the letters, hang in there because we'll have to have, have that at the end of the program. Uh, we also have guest-wise Bill Burr, who's going to be on the program. He will be playing Friday, September 16th, the Big House, Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> yeah, that's where he is, man. It's amazing. And we'll talk to Bill around 9 o'clock today, yeah. which is cool. Just check in, see where his head is at, and spend a little bit of time with him. It is also, in case you did not know it, today is the 10th day of June, 610. That's known as Delco Day. I was made aware of this yesterday. So was I. How long has Delco Day been celebrated, or is this the first one? Uh, No, 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 no. This is, uh, well, our friends at Delco Live, I think this is their 11th one. Really? Uh, Yeah. Uh, And and so there's a few different things going on. One thing Jen Fred's uh, doing with us, which we'll talk about, but then also I have these other friends that are having this all-day party tomorrow at Marty McGee's. Is there significance to the date? Yeah, I think this is, um, is you had... Area code. Yeah, well, I was going oh, oh, oh. to make a joke on Kathy's back. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I it. My bad. We were going back and forth yesterday because for some reason I got put on a text chain with Casey and Jen Fred about Delco Day. Yes. So we were we were having a little fun yesterday. Six ten. <laughs> it all makes sense now. All okay, right. yeah. And so, and I, I was curious about that, too, because I don't live in Delaware County and I yeah. have a 610 area code. And okay. Delco wasn't founded in June. It was founded in September. Okay. Uh, you know, 17. But it all works out. Any reason to celebrate <laughs> Delaware County. Yeah. Let's do it. So, love Delco. Jen Frederick, as uh, Casey said, is going to be joining us today. She is going to be at uh, at Marple Public House, and they're doing something very special. Are we revealing what that is? I guess we we can talk about it. Yeah. So, they are going to rename a drink at Marple Public House after Casey Boyd. And not only that. 
of Delco Day. And in honor of Delco Day, I'm going to relapse and start drinking no, again. No, That's no. right. <laughs> no. oh, it's a non-alcoholic drink yeah. that they're going to have, which Something is I can pretty have. cool. Yeah, so, yeah, no I know doubt. Steve had asked if it was a mocktail, and you said no, no. but isn't it? Wouldn't it be? Well, it's I, it's something what? you can order instead of an alcoholic drink, but maybe is is mixed. You know what I mean? It might be. That's I what really I've always thought of as a, as a mocktail. I was talking to, to now, John from okay. Public House yesterday, and he was like, well, what, you know, what do you like? You know, and so I just kind of flew, threw out like flavors. I've yeah. never done the mocktail thing because I mean, listen, I, I'm uh, I'm very much a sober person, right? So I don't even want to like, oh well, this tastes like a pina. If I only had a little right. booze in it. Yeah. The thing with uh, with mocktails is they don't necessarily have to be a. Uh, see, I think of a difference between a mocktail and a virgin cocktail. So, right. like a margarita, a, a virgin margarita would just be everything in it without the tequila. Right. But they have all kinds of different um, uh, couture cocktails that yeah. you can get. That's at, my understanding. At restaurants yeah. that yeah. that aren't a. You're like, I mean. Like, like a screwdriver, like a virgin screwdriver, <laughs> that's orange juice. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, have you ever, you've been <laughs> no. to um like a Chipotle, right? And they have their fancy lemonades there. Yeah. Like that's kind of how I feel. Like what this is going to be. It's okay. mocktailish. Yes, mocktails don't all correlate to a, a an alcohol version, whereas a virgin version does. Yes, I think so. Right. Anyway, yeah. I mean, you can. It's a mock. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Tail. Yeah. yeah. Drink. Yeah. Casey yeah. Boy. Yeah. Delco. Delco yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Delco! All right, so, thank God. <laughs> That's still my favorite one. <laughs> All right, so we're going to check in with Jen Fred. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We'll do it live at about 9.45 this morning, and we, Casey is going to actually sample three of the drinks in the studio and pick which one he wants to be we'll named. Do it after. live! Do we know if it's uh, what you're going to call it? Uh, or they haven't got a name for it yet? Well, I was kind of thinking, uh, no, um, and we can discuss this, but I was kind of thinking, well, it's got to have, like, Casey Boy in it. I would like, yeah. for, if it's going to be on a menu, I want, like, Preston and Steve represented. Uh, you don't know. Listen, it's your, you. it, it could literally be yeah. the Casey Boy. It could be. Yeah. But I would like for it to say something like the unofficial mayor of Delaware County. It will be the longest <laughs> yeah. drink name yeah. of any <laughs> parenthetical <laughs> tale ever. All right. So anyhow, All right, we're going to we'll do, do it live. Yeah. F- it. 945. We'll do it. <laughs> we will do it live. And we also have a charity meet need today. Uh, there's an event called Tacos and Tailpipe. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is this Sunday. And uh, this is going to be cool. So they're going to bring by some uh, grub for us this morning that will be served at this event. And it is from, it's this Sunday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at uh, Menard's Premium Detailing in Warminster. And the car meetup and block party is everything you're going to need because there's going to have uh, the big um, uh, taco truck. It's the uh, Tecaria uh, Aguila uh, uh, taco truck and a clear rum tent cool. and uh, people and over 2,000 awesome rides and stuff like that. And the money raised is going to go to the members of the King family uh, survived the Christmas Day house fire in Quakertown. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. That was horrible. That was yeah. just terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So tacosandtailpipes.com uh, for the details. But it is this coming Sunday, uh, which should be pretty cool in some Warminster at uh, Menard's Premium Detailing. So we'll, met, we'll remind you of that today, and we'll give you a little review of the food that's going to be there that you can sample. All right, and with that, my God, I've blathered on for a while. Is that even word, blather? Yes. yes. All right, good. 
Uh, we need to do the coolest teacher. The and final. This is the last one. We chose Downingtown West at random yesterday, and we had the students text in, let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the year is, and I have a name for you. Our final coolest teacher award this year goes to Mr. Christopher Cornine. Now, I assume I'm pronouncing that correct, but I'm probably wrong. It might be Cornine or Cornine, C-O-R-N-I-N-E. And uh, uh, Chris is a life skills teacher. What What is that? I, I would assume, assume right, so it's that... like home ec or, you uh, know, something along those lines. I'm not sure. Or maybe it has to do with investing, you know, managing your money. What, I what... thought it was special ed. And, and it is. We'll find Be- out. Yeah. Oh, it's special ed? Yeah, because my buddy Mike did this actually at Lower Marion for a while. Like, he would do things like he would take uh, these uh, young people shopping. Oh, cool. And, like, crossing the street and, yep. you know, these things. Because, I love that. Because children with autism become adults with autism. Yes. So, yep. yep. No, that's excellent. Exactly what you're talking about. Very much needed. Needed uh, class for school. So uh, that's cool. Congratulations, Mr. Uh, Cornine. And if you would like to chime in, we'd love to hear more about your life skills class and what you've done over the past year and what's coming up and all that good stuff. Your so, favorite mocktail? Listen, thank, thank yeah. you to everybody uh, who participated in uh, the Coolest Teacher. Uh, yeah. we, we, You know, this is our 10th year doing that. Oh I, I can't believe it's been going on that long. 10 and years, man. A little, little thank you to uh, the teachers who worked so hard. And as we had our teacher yesterday remind us that... Uh, uh, teachers don't make a whole lot of money, no. and they work very, very hard, and they ha- it's an essential skill. We need good teachers in this world, so thank you for doing what you do, gang. Ten years, man! Ten! It's been ten. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report got a lot of stuff to run by you as well. Some things to give away. We'll be back in just a moment, so stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give something away. We're going to ask a stupid question and give away a $50 Visa gift card. That's from Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel. And the question I have for you this morning is what note? is the highest string on a violin usually tuned to. Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What note is the highest string of a violin usually tuned to? I'm going to cough a little bit because I took a sip of coffee and a little bit of it trickled down the wrong way. Uh. Why doesn't he hit the cough button? He should hit the cough button. He told me that the other day. I went down there to, to chat with him about something. He's like, how's that, uh, you know, that throat thing yeah. going? I'm like, well, it's been bothering me for three years, Bill. He's like, you know, I hear it. Yeah, do you ever think about turning the microphone off instead of just moving the microphone? He did ask me that. Hit the call button. What did you say? I mean, you, you leave my microphone on. <clears throat> What's that? You leave. <clears throat> if you, you do turn your microphone off, but my mic, you don't turn mine Sometimes off. Sometimes I do. Like, like that. Yeah. Or, or I'll just move it. Like, yeah. Here. Yeah. Do you want to test it and see which one we can hear less? If okay. Turn, all, right. all right. Let's all test right. this. Right. This is me moving the microphone all away. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. a little clear. Third right. clear. Here's me turning the mic off. Okay. 
Uh, I think moving it away, actually. Moving is better. Oh, really? I disagree. Turn my microphone off with your microphone. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, that's good. That one's good. That's better? Yeah. See, I have the advantage when I have a sneeze or a cough, I can literally walk over to the corner. Yeah, I do does. the same. Yeah, I can't, I, I, you can't do I'm that. I'm sitting in yeah. a chair. I can't do that. All right. Uh, anyhow, let's mention some birthdays. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday, June 10th. We'll go through birthdays. We'll wait for your answer. Elizabeth Hurley, uh, the model and actress, is 57 today. Just saw a couple of pictures of her. She takes a lot of pictures of herself. Or on the beach. Oh, yeah? She's in fantastic shape. Uh, She's in her 50. How old is she? 57. 57. She looks tremendous. Cusp of 60. Do you know it's one of the, the, their, uh, the remake of Bedazzled, right? That's yeah, right. yeah. I actually enjoyed that. And she's uh-huh. really good at it yep. as the uh, the devil. Yep, I agree. Uh, she's great in the Austin Powers movie. She is 57 today. Tara Lipinski, uh, 1998 figure skating Olympic gold medal winner. Uh, she turns 40 years old today. I always thought she was pretty cute. Yeah. And a great athlete, obviously. Uh, Lily Sobieski. Lily. Lily. Not Lily. 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 Eyes wide shut. Deep, never been packed. Never been kissed. Deep impact. Packed, yeah. Use uh, the call button. <laughs> Bill is like the over, he's this overlord now. He's he's got the uh, uh, he's got. I the should button. have used the call button. Right to us. So uh, she is thirty nine. Uh, actress Jeannie uh, uh, Triplehorn. Yes. yes. Uh, Basic Instinct. Uh, she was the wife in that. The world. The firm. Big, anybody else watch Big Love? I did not, and I'm I thinking did. about did watching that. Yeah. I, I, I watched 80% of it. Uh, it started to wane a little bit for me. It comes the, back strong. Does it? it? Yeah. Okay. It, it's, um, so you don't know how it ends? I do not. Okay. It's a, is, uh, that, is that the polygamist? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. since I've watched Under the Manor of Heaven on Hulu, yeah. now I think I want to watch it. Well, <laughs> um, she's thing. the elder of the three wives. So okay. She's like the first wife and then... The, um, sister uh, wife, right? Yeah, of sister wives, yeah. <laughs> yep. the, the, all three wives are great and uh, Bill Paxton's great. It's a really good show. Uh, she's 59 today. By the way, we finished Under the Manor of Heaven. Oh, would you, uh, uh, wow. Yeah. Amazing wow. show. Yes. Again, if there are not some Emmy nominations from that series, I will be pissed. Yep. Uh, Gina Gershon of uh, Showgirls and Bound and other things. Uh, she is 60 today. We had her in the studio. She was great. She was terrific. Yeah, she was cool, sexy, nice, yes. the whole thing. Uh, Shirley Alston, who is from the Shirelles, who gave us, Will you still love me tomorrow? She's... <laughs> Well, she's 81. Oh. Well, yeah, she's hard yeah. to hold it in now. Things slip every yeah. now and then. Uh, then we have uh, Jimmy Chamberlain, drummer of the Smashing Pumpkins. Had a bit of a substance abuse issue for a while there. Was out of the band. He's then good now, right? Back in, yeah. yeah. From what I understand, he and Billy uh, patched things up. He is 58 today. Oh, Billy. Uh, the very hot Kate Upton, supermodel, turns 30 years old today. A mom now, right? And uh, is she, Yeah, that's right. She is a mom. Yep. Wow, she's only 30. And then we have two other birthdays, Friends of the show, Kate Flannery Yay! has Inventor of the Flannery switch here on my console, which I'm looking at right now. That's the dump button. She curses every single time we have her on and we have to dump out. Uh, and we love her to death. We brought up Kate Flannery in a meeting earlier this week about something that's happening next year. And um, I reached out to her and she's open to that suggestion. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, we're going to make something happen really cool with Kate um, next year. She's 58 today. And then the last birthday, we'll have him on the show later this morning. It is Bill Burr's birthday today. Awesome. Nice. I can't wow. believe that. Uh, he's 54. We, we're the, the exact same age. So happy birthday to Bill Burr. And he is going to be performing, like we said earlier, at the Wells Fargo Center 
Uh, and it is uh, September 16th. It's a Friday. So you got to go see Bill Burr. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a master at what he's doing. He's reached the, the, the pinnacle yeah. of stand-up. He is one of those guys like Dave Chappelle. And there's, there's a few that make it look as if I'm yeah. just thinking of this in the moment and can just command an audience. He is just phenomenal. And he's got a new special on Netflix right yeah. now. It's not a full-on, like, hour of his, but he's hosting, and he and he does, uh, you know, a couple of minutes in between each. But all of the acts that are on this special are, like, big names. Yep. All right, uh, let's see if we can get... We'll have him on around 9 o'clock, by the way. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to Super Question this morning. Uh, what note is the highest string of a violin usually tuned to? And I think we're going to go to Sarah... Sarah. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Thanks for the serenade. Good morning. <laughs> Anytime, Sarah. All right, what note is it usually tuned to, the highest string of a violin? I'm going to say E. E, yes. <laughs> That's correct. Hang on, Sarah. 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 <laughs> we love Sarah. And we are going to set Sarah up with a very cool prize. Sarah. Yeah. $50 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios. Uh, Ms. Marvel, you can witness the origin of a new Marvel original series streaming now. And that's only on Disney+. Plus. All right, I got a bunch of things. And we'll start with uh, this cool story. Rebel Wilson is celebrating this year's Pride Month in a big way. Yesterday, the Hustle actress came out in an Instagram post, including uh, Ramona Agruma as her girlfriend. Uh, she posted a photo of the two together and captioned the post, I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. And she hashtagged it, love is love. And she also added a couple of heart emojis and a rainbow emoji. So uh, she had had a long relationship with, was it a member of the the uh, Bush, b- the b- brewing family? Was she really? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah, okay. so uh, I this guy feel was like I remember right, that. really yeah. wealthy. Yeah. And they were flying around on uh private jets and stuff like that. And so she's been da- she's been dating a lot, has been unlucky. Yeah. And so maybe this will work out for her. Last month the Pitch Perfect star told people that she was set up through a friend and she told the publication we spoke on the phone for weeks before meeting. And that was a really good way to get to know each other. It was a bit old school in that sense, very romantic. I'm sure she was worried that this woman uh, was at only into her because she wanted tickets for Pooch Perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. But right. now that that's been canceled. <laughs> uh, Wilson added that uh, it feels different to be in a really healthy relationship. So, happy for her. All right, how about this? A uh, couple of interesting things happened with Britney Spears. She and Sam Ashgari uh, are, they exchanged their nuptials, uh, and they had, had a very small ceremony in front of about 60 guests on Thursday evening. Some of her famous friends in attendance included Madonna, Selena Gomez, Drew Barrymore, uh, Maria Menounos, and Paris Hilton. Yeah. That's pretty star-studded for Britney. That is actually pretty wild that they all made time to do that. She wore a Donatella Versace dress, and TMZ posted aerial images of the pink wedding tent with a doorway trimmed in pink roses. Uh, Britney's brother, Brian, was there, but her mom, dad, sister, and two sons did not attend. So the sons... I don't think there's any issue with the sons. I just think it's a matter of timing. But the she is definitely uh, the relationship with her family, her nuclear family, is strained. A uh, statement from her two sons uh, read: "The boys are happy for Brittany and wish her and Sam all the best going forward." Nick is perusing her Instagram. There is her standing full frontal nudity. Yeah. 
Uh, she is covering her her boobs with her hands, but uh, there's she, a little heart emoji. That's over her, her at the altar present. <laughs> no, she does this a lot. I actually uh, joked with Nick <laughs> yesterday, and I said, if you want to feel normal, go through Britney Spears' Instagram. It's, right. I've said it a number of times. It's very bizarre. It's actually uh, kind of scary. Like I don't understand if she's doing this on purpose or not. Or uh, I mean, I know it's been a thing for a while, but I kinda, I feel bad for her every time I see a post. She's really out. she does a lot of bikini videos and stuff, and she's clearly got a, a tripod set up as well with a, like a ring light. Light and all that stuff, so she's... Uh, no, she's not taking those does. pictures. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, so, the couple, by the way, has been together since 2016 and engaged since last September, and there was some drama. Her first ex-husband, Jason Alexander, not the actor. Right, not the Seinfeld guy. Was arrested after breaking into her home, which what? was also the wedding venue. Yeah. Uh, the 40-year-old live-streamed himself on Instagram as he roamed around the property, revealing their wedding decorations, which were still being arranged by party planners, and he was yelling her name and claiming to security that he was invited. He said, I'm here to crash the wedding. I um, think he fancies himself some sort of YouTube personality or a streaming star, uh, but he's not. Yeah, like an influencer or something? Yeah, I don't know. but Brittany's, he's not. Uh, assistant was alerted to what was going on by fans watching his live stream. She later thanked them online for their diligence. Uh, Ventura County Sheriff's Captain Cameron Henderson said police responded to a trespassing call on Thursday and detained Alexander at the wedding location. He was later arrested after it was found out that there was a warrant out for his arrest in another uh, country, it Whoa. says. Um, officials have said Alexander has now been charged with four misdemeanors, two counts of misdemeanor battery, one count of misdemeanor vandalism, and one count of misdemeanor trespassing. So maybe the trespassing was from this one. Uh, the former couple were only married for a total of 55 hours in 2004. <laughs> uh, the pop star and Alexander were childhood friends, and they grew up together <clears throat> in Kentwood, Louisiana. Uh, they were married in Vegas on January 3rd, 2004, but the nuptials were then annulled on the 5th. I remember when that whole thing went down. It was that, that miraculous 55 hours of love. <laughs> In 2012, he had spoke to ABC News about their brief marriage, saying she just came out and asked me. She was like, well, let's get married. And I was like, sure, you know, let's do this. He said, I went with my feelings. I was in love with her, and I feel like she felt the same way. According to the publication, the annulment uh, documents claim that Spears, quote, lacked understanding of her actions to the extent that she was incapable of agreeing to the marriage. Uh, Alexander is said to be training to be a mixed martial arts fighter. By yeah, the that's way. coming along well. Yeah, isn't it though? <clears throat> uh, in a clip from the Netflix special Dirty Daddy, the Bob Saget tribute, John Stamos reads aloud the final texts that he received from his longtime friend and Full House co-star Bob Saget. Uh, Stamos begins by saying, I'm going to read my last text from Bob. Uh, the message starts out sweet. It said, I love you so much, I will say that God gave me the brother that I wanted. It's so great that they were as close as they were. I love you know it. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he replied back, well, you've got a lot of God-given brothers, but I'm first, right? <laughs> and then Saget responded, well, he's talking, he's talking about John Mayer. He yeah. says, Mayor's an amazing friend, but he's more fair weather. <laughs> you're always there, so you're yeah. number one. And then Mayor was on stage with Stamos when he read the text exchange, and he started laughing when he heard that. Uh, Dirty John Daddy, Stamos. Dirty Daddy, the Bob Saget tribute will begin uh, streaming on Netflix uh, today. By the way, if you want to, I'm check looking it. forward to seeing this. Yep. All right, I believe we have some audio to go along with this uh, on the most recent episode of the Kardashians. Kim. <sighs> Shared one of her favorite memories with Pete Davidson while in the Dominican Republic for her Sports Illustrated cover shoot. And she had told her friends that the comedian is really thoughtful. So let's see if this is the same one that I have here. So here's the uh, the clip to play. 
Pete is such a good, good person. I can't even explain it. Like, he just has the best heart and always, like, thinks of the small things. One time, Pete was like, babe, let's go get some ice cream at Thrifty. And I was like, oh, my God. You are making me so horny. Right, Aid? Thrifty? It was literally, like, one of the best nights of my life. Oh, Um, my God. Oh, my God. Let's go to Rite Aid. Okay. Oh, my God. It'll be like, you know, normal people and stuff. Those disgusting Uh, people you see on streets. (laughs) Here's the deal. I think... So horny. Oh, God. This sounds ridiculous. But there are so many people out there that, like, uh, are not treated well, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I've seen the way you guys treat your wives, right? And you treat them with, like, respect and dignity and, like, and you do sweet little things. So it doesn't take much. I was at a wedding with my wife, and I went and got her a drink from the bar. Yeah. Okay? The ladies... Casey went to the bar. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so effing horny right now. <laughs> the ladies at the table were like, oh, my God. Like, we're swooning over that. I was like, what's the... I just, I I'm getting her, her like, like, yeah, just, yeah. I just went and got her a glass of wine at the bar. It's like, that's not that big of a deal. But, oh, my God, he's just the sweetest thing. <laughs> got you a mocktail. That person, that that girl that we follow, Yuri Preston. Uh-huh. Yes, I mean she, she mocks them. But, Mocks. But she, yeah, she. That, yeah. that could have been her. Like she always right. said, Pete is so amazing. I know. I but know. also, she's generating content for the show. So she's she. You know, they say these. Oh, that is one of the dumbest quotes. You know, um, the, uh, and I can't stand that. This is the most amazing movie ever made. <laughs> really? The most amazing part? This human being is better than Jesus Christ. Oh, the thing that I find funny about this is clearly it's slumming it for yeah. her. Yeah. You know, going to Rite Aid. Yeah. They're slumming it. Oh, my God, it'll be, yeah. oh, my God, we're going to do that? We're, Just going, like, we're really going to go there? Filthy people do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I realized they're just not things I run over. Yeah. Maybe this whole thing is slumming it for her, Preston. Oh, like yeah. The, the P. Yeah, Kardashian. The P. David, maybe. Yeah, I, maybe the P. Davidson P. thing, Davidson, yes. Yeah. He's and so filthy and so attractive. I love it. Staten Island's disgusting and gross yeah. and, like, you know, she and she's going from Kanye, who is, you know, kind of a polished rock star or, or rap star, to Pete, who is not that. Which leads to this Clearly being a temporary thing. Yes. It, it is going to get old at some point. It's sorbet. It, this is, yeah, it's camp, slumming sorbet. Yeah. It's can't buy me love. I mean, honest to God, like, she... It's war horse. He, no, no, but, like, he, I already even saw, like, I, I, we were watching some special, and, like, his facial hair is even, like... Kept now. It's quiet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, right. Well, they, went, they, went, they did the... What, She's grooming him. The press corps, uh dinner at the White House. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the episode, by the way, ice cream came up again as a flight attendant informed Kardashian that Davidson had surprised her with some dibs. I am so wet. And she goes, these are my favorite. We went to the movies in Staten Island and all I wanted was dibs. I'm obsessed with dibs. And she goes, you can only get them in like, you know, gas stations these days. Oh my <laughs> we're God. Just, we're disgusting that... people. Are. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. <sighs> he brought me Froyo, and I, I gave oral to his entire family. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> couple other things I need to get to, so this one's fun. Uh, Chelsea Blackwell, this woman, uh, her dachshund, Blue, disappeared Monday, and the distraught owner went in search. But when she came upon a line of squad cars and people with cameras near the Greyhound bus station, she set aside her search to investigate. She said, I noticed that there were like eight police cars and 
people with cameras, and I thought maybe somebody got shot. Well, fortunately, tragedy did not lurk. Blackwell had stumbled upon a movie crew, but ended in a one in a million lucky happenstance. Long story short, her dog of 15 years was found by a movie star with a history of rescuing dogs. Uh, a crew told her, you won't believe this, but a celebrity had found your dog. I asked if uh, if anyone saw the little brown dog, and they said, yes, we'll call her. An hour later, a gray car pulled up, and there was Blue, the dachshund, sitting in the lap of two-time Oscar winner Hillary Swank. Oh, no. <laughs> Blackwell said, I was like, no way. As soon as she got out of the car, I kissed Blue, and I said, thank you so much. Uh, Blackwell asked Swank for her autograph, but Swank did better. She took a picture together with them. And Blackwell, wanting to be sure that Swank got proper credit, posted the photo on Facebook. She said she's not the type of person who's going to blow the horn telling people what she did. (laughs) Uh, And Swank is no stranger to rescuing dogs. Um, Apparently, she said, uh, uh, every dog I've ever rescued and also shared my life with have all had their unique way of being in the world. Uh, She's adopted numerous dogs. Uh, This is in a YouTube video that was posted by People Magazine. Uh, She established a foundation called Hillaroo. Uh, which is a portmanteau of her name. I've never heard that one. It's what you find in portmanteau an, in an olive, Preston. Oh yeah, a yeah portmanteau. <laughs> yeah, of her name and the uh, the name of the dog she adopted, Karoo, uh, which matches abandoned dogs with children whom they uh, the foundation says have been up uh, given up by society. So that's a oh, sweet her little story. For animals makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that, uh, that little weird happenstance, uh, took place. So it's pretty a good cool. story. A feel good story. Yep. How about this one? Uh, according to Vanity Fair, Robert De Niro recently told Variety that he is a little bit of a Taylor Swift fan. He may be a Swifty. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? He said, <laughs> where are my tickets? He said, I have all of her albums. Uh, and he joked, I am not, not a fan. Uh, he said, I probably hear her music and, uh, like it on the radio. And my young daughter puts on the station, and it drives me crazy when they chat. But when they have music, it's okay. You blow it! And apparently he likes to hear Taylor Swift. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Remember that footage of him outside the uh, the courthouse when he was yelling at his uh, limo driver? Do you remember that? No. no. So he was waiting um, He was waiting for, I think it was when he was in the um, the battle with his ex. And uh, he was uh, he was out in front of his. Um, he sounded exactly like that. Where are you? Okay. Please stop calling. <laughs> I will bring you down, baby. I will bring you down to Chinatown. So he's a Swifty. Uh, let's see here. Oh, according to page six, Johnny Depp's lawyer, uh, Camille Vasquez. Uh, feels that the rumors floating around that she and the Pirates Caribbean actor are romantically involved are sexist. Uh, Vasquez says recently, I care very deeply about my clients, and we have obviously become close. But when I say we, I mean the entire team, and of course that includes Johnny. She says, like, and we guess what I get to do. Guess what I get to do. It's also an unethical charge uh, being made. It's sexist. It's unfortunate and it's disappointing. But at the same time, I, it kind of comes with the territory. Guess what I get to do. I can't. <laughs> I can't say that I was uh, all that surprised. I was doing figure eights in the uh, <laughs> poop on my mattress. Uh, I saw a video of them sitting at the at the table, and like she reaches over to yeah. take a piece of candy, and he kind of gives her a little glance. It's kind of cute. <laughs> so <laughs> he reaches over and touches her lips and does it. <laughs> 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 Wee! 
guess what I get to do. So, yeah, they don't have a thing going on, but uh, they, they have a, a relationship together. Because Your chocolates and my peanut butter. They have gotten to know each other. Uh, according to People Magazine, former Bachelor Matt James feels that the editing of the show could have been a lot better. Really? He said, it looked like I lacked substance. That's exactly right. He said, I lacked depth. That's it. Yes. He caught it. And as the first Black Bachelor, he added, I'm disappointed not only for myself. Uh, Middle America could have benefited so much. So many lives could have been enriched, not only by my conversations with Rachel, but the other women who were on this journey. He was very boring. Yeah. <laughs> she was very boring. Yep. Together, they were a boring couple. It was a boring show. It was yeah. a boring show. Yeah. The only reason I watched as much as I watched is because... Uh, I went right from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> and sometimes. And the cat was on my lap. It would kind of trickle in. That was it. Yep, I got gotcha. you. Boring. Uh, let's see. Today, by the way, reports that Apple TV Plus dropped the trailer for Blackbird on Wednesday. And you can see Ray Liotta, one of his final roles. Uh, he plays uh, Father Martha Stewart. Uh, no, he plays father to uh, Taryn Egerton and a former police officer sentenced to 10 years in prison. Oh. So that'll be one of his... He was he was filming a a movie when he died, yeah. uh, so I don't know what will come of any of that or if they, how, how far into production they were on that. But this is going to be one of the last things you get to see him in. Still Terrible. so weird. Do we get any idea yet as to what? Uh... I've not seen any inklings of uh, of how why he may have passed. Yeah, you know. So uh, I will be interested to find out. You know why that happened? Because he was too young and yeah. and uh, yeah, just terrible. All right. Um, I think we need to get to the movies opening this weekend. We got two. Utah two. All right. We're going with this. Jurassic World Dominion is opening. It's an action adventure. It stars Chris Pratt, Sam Neill, Bryce Dallas, Howard, and others. Uh, Dominion takes place four years after Isla Nublar has been destroyed. I don't even know what that is. Was that Jurassic World? Yeah. The first one? All right. Dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. This fragile balance will be uh, will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on a planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures. Two hours, 27 minutes long. It's rated PG. It's a wide theater release today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 34. No kidding. Which is not that great. Yep. Yeah, there's a big article about, uh, but you know what, uh, um, about the, the, the poor ratings. But the article even makes the case that uh, something like this is fairly critic-proof. Yeah. Sure. But the yeah. last one kind of stunk. And the, the one before that I thought was good and entertaining. So, you know, I don't want to waste um, I can't remember which one. Last was one is they, they they get out, they go to the, they're in the mansion at the end. It's like an they're, auction. For right, they're bidding on these creatures. dinosaurs right. laying out on and that roof. That sets this one in motion because they hit the button and let them out into the wilderness. And right. that starts this. Okay. And then finally, uh, also opening this weekend, is Hustle. There you go. Stars Adam Sandler. 
and uh, how do you say his name, Casey? Wancho uh, Hernan Gomez. Uh, Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez. Yeah. Uh, he was he, good, he, man. He's a basketball player, right? He is an actual, yeah, yeah he plays for the Utah Jazz. Um, and I thought his acting was pretty damn good. Uh, Queen Latifah is also in the film. Stanley Sugarman's love for basketball is unparalleled, but the travel-weary Philadelphia 76er scout who has higher ambitions of being a coach Remains stuck on the road looking for the next unknown talent. His search around the world leads him to Spain when he discovers Bo Cruz, an incredible street ball player with a troubled past. Stanley and Bo connect on and off the court with their passion for the game and as loving family men who want to prove that they can win in basketball and in life. It's an hour and 58 minutes long. It's rated R. Streaming on Netflix now. Rotten Tomatoes score 91%. Right. Excellent. And Philadelphia prominently featured oh, yeah. in that yeah, film, right, Case? 70, I mean, listen, it's the, the 76ers roster. Yep. They're all referenced. They you know reference Embiid, like Tobias Harris, awesome. uh, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, uh Seth Curry when he was on the team, like all of those. Doc Rivers. Some local notables pop up in, uh, too. Dude, Anthony Gargano's in it. Really? <laughs> yes. Like, so first you hear him on the radio, right? And, you're like, and so I texted him, like, dude, it's great to hear your voice on the, you know. And then I see his mug twice in the movie. In the movie, okay. yeah, yeah. Anthony's great. He's yeah, great. He yeah, excellent. Good for him. Good for this. Love it. Movies out. Check it out. Let's do the clips right now. Peaky Blinders is coming to its final season in extra slick and super violent fashion. And in this clip, Harry Curtin. Harry Curtin. Harry Curtin in a show about blinders? No. Uh, yeah. Well, his, his last name is spelled K-I-R-T-O-N. Okay. His middle name is Meat. These are Harry Meat, Meat Curtains. <laughs> Let me show you these. These really keep out the light. <laughs> I love how Casey is fully cracking himself up. No, that was... It is funny. Harry Meat Curtain explains what roles he is seeking after portraying Finn Shelby for eight years. Here we go. I've loved this journey so much, and I've learned so much, and I just want to go out there and sink my teeth into something else and actually um, do something completely different. I want to do quite a, maybe quite a, a modern piece, quite a gentle role, just really flip it on its head and see what I can, see if I can surprise myself. Shut the f- in hindsight, is probably Kirtan, yes. Harry Kirtan. But it looked the first I saw it, like Harry, Harry Curtains. Um, I watched uh, the first one or two seasons of the show. It's actually really good. But again, at a certain point, you know, it's hard with all the other potential things to watch. If a show's not hol- holding up its end, mm-hmm. I end up going away from it. Uh, season six of Peaky Blinders can be streamed Harry Curtains on Netflix. Harry Meet Curtains. All right, next clip. <laughs> If intense fighting, graphic death, and outrageous sex scenes are your thing, then The Boys is right up your alley. In this clip, Erin Moriarty explains why she believes that her character, Starlight, cannot be killed off. Here we go. I'm going to be completely honest. If I take, like, a witness perspective, I think because Starlight is one of the very few characters who is the symbol of goodness, I don't think we can kill her. I just simply don't think we can. She is adorable. I love her. She's right. So in this season, which is, I mean, again, if you're a fan of the boys, this starts nine levels past both two seasons. Not only you and Casey, you guys have told me about it. Chuck came in here the other day. He's like, oh, my God. Uh It's like the first ten minutes of that Uh show. You will not believe it. (laughs) I've watched watched first two seasons a couple times. 
that I've not watched any of this yet. It's on my list to get to this weekend because I've been watching a bunch of other things. But I, yeah. And she's it's right, though. crazy. You need her because she's one of the few thin threads of goodness yeah. in this group of people who are, who are horrible. Yeah, just horrible. Do not watch this with your children. And they no. have. Yeah, yeah. It's a superhero show. <laughs> Do not. Do, do not let your kids no, see this show. Don't watch it with some adults. A new episode of The Boys is streaming today on Prime Movie Video. Yeah, you know what? I showed my wife the first yeah. episode of the first season. No. She <laughs> went, and that one wasn't even no. nearly as bad as it gets. No. Forget it. Can't go anywhere near the third season. But it's it's messed up in, in a uh, really compelling kind of yes. way. So. All right. That is the entertainment report. Done. Finished. Over with. I'm throwing it in the trash can. We're moving on because we've got a lot to get to today, friends. We're going to have Bill Burr, the birthday boy, today. He's going to be at the Wells Fargo Center in September on the program. We are presenting that show, by the way. The Preston and Steve Show presents Bill Burr. It's an honor. It is an honor, most definitely. Uh, we're also going to have, speaking of an honor, Jen Frederick of uh, uh, Fox 29, Good Day, Philadelphia, is going to be joining us live in the 9 o'clock hour because today is 610. It is Delco Day. And there is a bar, a restaurant. Yeah, the Marple Public House. That is going to be donning a drink named after Casey Boy, a a non-alcoholic drink. And Casey is going to sample the concoctions that they're going to have here for us. She is going to be live there on Fox 29. Awesome. And Casey's going to determine which one he wants to be named after him. And it will go on the menu and you can have it for uh, Delco Day or any day. I want to put in a request if you can save a little sip for me because I always am looking for options as a non-drinker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. most definitely. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, we have Tacos and Tailpipes, a charity event on Sunday and they're stopping by. Uh, it's going to be at Menard's Premium Detailing in Warminster. Uh, so we're going to tell you about what to expect there. Uh, and it's a um, it's a really uh, cool cause uh, because if you guys remember the uh, uh, the King family had this tragedy on Christmas Day in Quakertown. Um, and uh, it's for the uh, surviving members of that family. So, uh, tacosandtailpipes.com, by yes. the way. Uh, oh, and then Casey just handed me this. I, we got to do this. Our sorority party is next Wednesday, yeah. and we would love to have you on board. We always have an activity at the uh, at the sorority event, whether it be, you know, Kathy's Bitch Box or, or these different things. Uh, so we're doing, we've always, we've, from time to time, we mentioned square dancing and how goofy of a thing that was back in junior high or high school. We're going to do it with the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers at Parks Casino next Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., Liberty Bell Beer Garden. And if you're at least 21 years of age and you want to go, we will take 10 callers right now. Yeah, Bill, I said 10 callers. Use the call button. 215. I need you to stop talking. (laughs) 263-WMMR. And it's uh, ladies only. So if you bring a guest, ladies only. And as we were talking about, not everyone will be square dancing at once. You'll have time to do, have a couple of drinks and do the deal. It's not going to be this regimented thing. We'll do it in groups. Yes. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. No. But we would love to have you at the party because it's time to party again, friends. We'll take a break. And we'll be right back. Stay with us on this Friday morning. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bike-a-thon. Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR this Sunday for a family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them each and every mile. All Team WMMR. MMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt.
courtesy of Wilson Secret Sauce in Upper Darby. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. Breaking news. Breaking news. Ah, I had some breaking news. This was reported on yesterday, and apparently, I forgot the exact location, but this, according to a text, uh, the dildo is still there on the side of the road. So is this real? That was on 309. I don't know. Nobody ever sent us a picture. It's the same person that texted yesterday, though. Oh, it says, today's dildo report. Uh, the dildo is still there. That well, is from the dildo detective on duty. If, uh, it was 309 South, uh, the ramp getting off at 276. Yeah. Well, okay. Nick, here's what we need to do. We need to have someone take a picture with today's newspaper. Okay. So we know that it's still there. <laughs> Make sure. Uh, is that... Uh, and then we'll send a field reporter. That's the Fort Washington exit, right? Uh, they were on... Three oh nine, yeah, yeah. So that that's right near that the area. dildo factory. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, no wonder. Yeah. One of them made a run for it. and <laughs> jumped a off run. a truck. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh my god. I, oh. Why? Oh, go ahead, please. <laughs> Please. Somebody, oh, I don't, she's like a new friend. This not might not be a good oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she, I'm not going to say who it is. But she told me that um, <laughs> that her dermatologist suggested that she uh, get a dildo and use the vibration from the dildo on her face for, like, uh, I guess to build. Acne? You know, no, no, to you build, know like, the collagen thing. And, and, like, help with wrinkles and fine lines and stuff like that. So she said she went to the store and she got one. And <laughs> They are called in, when they were, like, in some catalogs, they will be listed as facial massagers. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's what That it... was the old joke, was yeah. that, oh, yeah, gets a lot of use on your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not uncommon. I okay. Not. So she just went to the store, and she didn't actually already have one in her possession? Well, I know. So she, go, she goes, yeah. They're right all, all over the, the street. Well, she goes, so I went to CVS, and I got it. I'm like, so they actually have them, like, in CVS, in the store? Yeah. Dildos? Uh, vibrator. Vibrator. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, okay. listen. I'd like they... a facial massager, please. Is it okay if I use it on my hoo-hoo? Uh. <laughs> yeah, they have all sorts of, like, you know, because I had to get condoms for we're, we're just in case at uh, Keenan's. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a game set Not in case I was going to get lucky. Yeah. In case we had a condom. <laughs> <laughs> um, new lady. But there, I mean, that whole section is like, you know. And it's there in the store. Lubricants and, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. and dildos? Um, well, I mean, dildo, just, a dildo, by the way, is a phallic. Yes. Right, right. It, it, that, that's what, yeah, what a that vibrator, term is. A facial yeah. massage. A, a, a vibrating uh, devices are, are right. not exactly the same. You can right. have a vibrating dildo. Yes. You know. If you're so, lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. <laughs> not everyone can have a f- dildo that looks like a penis. Not all, all button. <laughs> not all dildos are vibrators, but all vibrators are dildos. Or vi- vice versa. <laughs> all, yeah. No. Switch no. that. Yeah. yeah. Reverse it. Reverse it. I okay. think you can get all of these things at CVS.com. I, I, uh, they're all yes. available online on the website. website. Yeah. has got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about in-store for all of them. Yeah. All right. Listen, besides all the dildo chat. And listen, if you do see that, you can verify and take a picture of Apparently, it's purple. Yes. It's, it's at the Fort Washington uh, at the Turnpike 309. That's where it is. I don't know if it's on-ramp, off-ramp, which direction. The exit ramp off of 309 to the Turnpike. Today's newspaper, so we know it's current. <laughs> do we know if it's... Uh, uh, west or eastbound? Uh, that I don't know. Is, so anyhow, uh, three hundred nine South Ramp getting off. South of, Ramp, yeah, getting off at two seventy six. Okay, getting off two seventy six South yeah. Ramp. There you go. Yeah, now we got purple. it. Somebody's getting off at. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> All right. So uh, a few, a couple weeks ago, we uh, we broke out some things that we hadn't done before, and uh, it was isolated uh, vocals from great 
singers, and it's just cool to listen to a stripped-down version of somebody in the studio singing. And Got a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah, we heard some Marvin Gaye and Freddie Mercury and all this stuff. It's, it's, it's a fun YouTube hole to fall down. And I was like, you know what? I think we could play around with maybe making a contest out of something like that. A, a vocalist would be too easy to identify a song. So I thought, okay, what maybe instrument can I find that would be isolated and we could play clips of? And I thought, how about the bass? So... Game. All about that bass, baby. Uh, so let's get callers on the line. Going to play a song where we've isolated the bass track. And it. some of them are easy and some of them are a little difficult. And I made sure that there are songs that most people would know. Yeah. And let's see if you can identify them. 215-263-WMMR. We have a number of prizes that we can give away in conjunction with this. And uh, you identify the song, and you get a prize. That simple. I love that we're doing a, an early Friday morning contest. Because it just seems like you should be happy. It, the day's going to be beautiful. Enjoy a little bit of bass. Yeah. Have some fun. I, I am uh, I'm a sucker for the bass, man. I, it's all I, about the bass. I love uh, a, a great bass player, somebody who stands out and just gives it that extra thump. Who's your favorite? Favorite bass player? Yeah. Well, it's got to be Geddy Lee, man. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, I'm such a Rush fan. Right. He's one of the all-time greats. I thought so. Sting would be up there. Oh, he's great. Oh, yeah. Especially when he uses a fretless bass. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff on Synchronicity that he uses it's, a fretless bass on. It sounds so cool. I find his bass to be more melodic than most others. Yeah. And maybe that's just a naive ear, but like it seems to me like it's almost like a lead guitar the way that he plays bass. Yeah. And Chris Squire, obviously. Oh, my um, God. Yes, is, is one of the great melodic John bass players. John Entwistle, man. Oh. He was one of the first. Yeah. Just to 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 be out front and the bass is really you know taking the lead and he was plucking jazz concepts was he not I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I tell you what overlooked uh, because he's such a great su- singer and songwriter Paul oh McCartney God. is an amazing bass player yeah yeah and I think it because is because he started off as a guitar player and he took some of those guitar uh, melodic um, Passages and and use them on the bass guitar, and he really made that stand out. And there are a lot of there's uh, you can find a lot of uh, isolated Paul McCartney, you know, Beatles tracks that are just him playing the bass. Especially, well, yeah, I might have some boodly boo so. doing the boodly boo. Yeah, um, just isolate me if you would. I want to play the bass. So I was going to call this segment um, all about that bass, but mm-hmm. I think it needs to be called slapping the bass <laughs> <laughs> instead. Yeah, slapping the, the bass. bass. <laughs> Uh, so two one five two six three WMMR. Another now, if, if there's another level outside of the rock world, uh, if you go and check out some jazz bass players, they'll blow your mind. Like a guy who we had here in the studio, Victor Wooten. Yeah. If you go and watch some of his videos, that guy is a machine. He's incredible. Uh, there's a guy named Stuart Ham. I used to like, uh, um, and uh, Steve. Um, oh man, now. I'm, uh, Great song called School Days, uh, bass player. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Great bass player. And I can't. Oh, uh, Stanley Clark. There we go. Ah. Stanley Clark. Um, uh, Nick, we met. Um, uh, Nick East? Nate East. Nate. Yep. Nate East? Nick East. No, it's Nate. Nate. Nathan East. I'm Nick. This is his name. You are Nick. You're Nick. Nice to meet nice you. Nathan. Isn't it nice to meet you? Yeah. Nathan, what is my name? Uh, I believe your name is Nick. So many great bass players. <laughs> All right, well, let's try this thing out. We're going to play um, Slapping the Bass, and uh, we will play a clip of a uh, isolated bass track. Slapping the Bass. <laughs> and if you... 
I'm going to get that on a hockey over Thank you. I appreciate that. And if you can identify the song, then you win the prize. It's just that simple. All right, let's go to... It's fun! Let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, buddy. All right, Casey... Can you set me up with a, uh, a yeah. bass track? Yeah, which, uh, do you just want to start at the top here? Let's start with an easier one. Go down one, two, three more. Yeah, one more. There you go. No, one more. Okay. All right, let's try Got this it. one out. Slap it to bass. I'm going to play this uh, bass track for you, Bill. If you can identify the song, you win the prize. Simple stuff. I'm going to put you on hold to make sure that the phone line is, uh, you know, that the, the audio chain goes well. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Song number one, we're slapping the bass. Here we go. Okay, I figured we'd do a simple one, then we'll get a little more complex. Bill, do you know what song that is? Believe that Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. And I believe you're correct, yes. Nice job, sir. Hang on. We got a prize for you, Case. Oh, my God, this guy. He just won himself a pair of tickets to see Tony Danza's stories. It's tomorrow. It's this Saturday, June 11th at Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia. Showtime is at 8 o'clock. Tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I think Tony is performing the entire In Utero album. Oh, he is. And he plays ukulele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he will be doing that. All right, Case, this is the next one we're going to do. Uh, Let's go to Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, morning, friends. Yeah, bud. <laughs> All right, so we're playing uh, "Slapping the Bass," and uh, we are going to we're going to play a clip for you. If you can identify it, you win. You ready? Yep. Isolated bass track. What song is this? know it oh ah, okay it's harder than you think all right uh we'll go I back thought to i did but i guess i don't we'll go back to joe joe uh i'll try a different one <laughs> <laughs> i like that a lot but that's a no all right thank you joe appreciate it we'll do uh we'll do three callers each yep. okay and then marissa do you want to do the texter thingy okay so we, we do have people texting in if we can't get a caller we'll try and get a texter to win uh hey greg how you doing man Hey, guys, not all dildos are vibrators, but all vibrators are dildos. Remember that. Remember that. Use the gold button. All right. Do you want to hear that bass track again? Yeah, let's hear it again. All right, let's slap the bass. Here we go. These are the actual tracks. They've so, just been isolated. I think I know it when I hear the first part, and then I'm not so sure when and I hear the second part. Then you start to part. lose it as it yeah, goes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it can happen. Uh, so, Greg, you got a title uh, for us? Guys, I'm sorry. I have no idea what it is. Uh, uh, thanks anyway, buddy. All right, we'll go to one more. 
caller, and it's Mindy. Hi there, Mindy. Hi. Sorry to bother you at work. No, okay. we're, we're good like that. Mindy, do you want to hear that again, or do you think you know what it is? No, I think I know what it is, but I'm not sure if this is the name of the song. Mm, well, we got to get the correct okay. name, so you can go for it if you want. Is it called All the Small Things? It is! <laughs> From Blink-182. Case, can you pull up the song? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I can. Sorry, I just kind of slap it it's together with Marissa. <laughs> Thank you to Marissa, by the way, yeah. for sending all these pieces of audio over. But we'll play the actual uh, full thing for you afterwards so you can kind of hear it in context. Hit it, Case, if you would, please. Yeah, there we yeah. go. When it got into the body, I was confused. Yeah. All right, since Mindy got that right, we got a prize for Mindy. And what is that case? She won herself a pair of pass to see Elvis on Monday, June 13th at 7 p.m. at the Philadelphia Film Center from Warner Brothers Pictures. Yeah. Uh, comes visionary director Boz Lerman's highly anticipated big screen spectacle featuring Austin Butler as Elvis Presley and Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. It's in theaters on June 24th, rated PG-13. Excellent. Slap it to bass. All right, let's get another caller and see if we can give away some more goodies. It is uh, Matt we'll go to next. Hey, Matt. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Matt, let me see here. I got a whole list of songs here. Uh, um, was, do you like one, Case? Yeah, I do. I want to try this one. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Okay, this one I think... You guys should all get Matt, you included. I'm going to put you on hold. Here is our bass song for you. Because that's a big upfront part of that song. Yep, that's it, Steve. All right, let's go back to Matt. All right, Matt, you know what song that is? I do. What I've got, you got to give it to your mother. Give it away. (laughs) Give it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. Flea is a guy who I left out. Well, these these names will come to us uh, as we're going along. But uh, yeah, Flea is an outstanding bass player. And he's taking lessons. He continues. That's, yeah. Listen, all great musicians do that. They continue to work with other people yep. and lessons and how they can constantly improve. And that's, sure. that's what Flea does. Case, what do we have for Matt? Uh, we're going to give him as uh, as well passes to see Elvis on Monday. And so Elvis is uh, from visionary director Boz Lerman. It's a highly anticipated big screen spectacle featuring Austin Butler as Elvis Presley. Tom Hanks is Colonel Tom Parker. And this is going to be in theaters on June 24th. Slapping right. the bass, man. Slapping the uh, Casey, let's do this one next. Got you. And I will have listener Casey join us for our next one. Hi, Casey. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Casey. You've been oh. doing pretty good so far. We've gone through. I've gotten, I've gotten every one so far. Excellent. Oh, excellent. Right. Yeah. Let's All try right. you out on this one. You re- Hang on a second. Do we not have No, it? no, we're good. We're good. Okay. I just said that. Hang on just a second, uh, Casey. We're going to play this clip for you. We ready to slap the bass? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. All Here right. We slap the bass. Go. goes like that for a while. All right, so we will go back to uh, Casey. Hi, Casey. Hi, guys. All right, so do you know? Um, I should know it, but I'm going blank. Oh! 
That's what happens when oh, you get under yeah, pressure. Lordy. It sucks. Well, I was hoping you'd come to me for the second round for all the ones that people didn't get right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Right, man. Sorry, we got to let you go, Casey, but thank right, you anyhow. That is an iconic. All right, let's go next to Doug. Yo, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, that, I was, love that, loud. One hurt. that one was loud. That one was loud, Doug, you need to hear it again? Uh, to be honest, I'm under pressure too. Uh, well, let's uh, let's listen to it again. Yeah. It might come to you, okay? All right. All right, hang on. Here we go. All right, we That's- gotta let him. That's the clearest song. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the way the song starts. Yep. All right. Doug, come on, man. I know. I know. I'm embarrassed. All right. Uh, we got to let you go. Uh, Sorry, bud. Appreciate it. Wow. I thought of all of them. That was the gimme. That would be an absolute easy, easy, easy gimme. All right. We'll go next to Brooke then. See if Brooke can nail it. Hi, Brooke. Hello. Hello. Okay, Brooke, do you need to hear that again? I do not. What is it? That is a whole lot of love. Damn right it is. Led Zeppelin and the great John Paul Jones playing bass on that. So, Brooke, we got a prize for you. Oh, Brooke, you're going to be so happy. You have our final pair of tickets to see Tony Danza Standards (sighs) and Stories this Saturday, tomorrow night uh, at Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia. Showtime is at 8 o'clock. Tickets are on sale now at at AXS.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age or older. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So he's alternating. One night he'll do in utero, the other night he'll do physical graffiti. That's okay. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that one we don't even need to play, yeah. uh, the the uh, song from, because yeah. it's so clearly that. Let's try this one, Casey. Okay. I think this one will be a bit of a challenge. Uh, so we'll get another caller on, and we're going to be slapping the best. And I have... Slapping the best. Let's go to Paul next. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Morning it. All right, you ready, brother? I am. All right, let's give you a bass song. This one's a little bit harder than the others, but if you listen closely, you can tell what it is. Here we go. That ought to be enough. That's pretty um, iconic, too. All right, Paul, you know what that is? I do. It's self-esteem by the off. There you yeah! go! Yes! Well done, my man. Yep. And then when you have the mix all in there, it's kind of hard to pick up on the exactly what the bass is doing. Have you... Have you ever mixed a, an album? Uh, did no. you take it? So when I took I took recording in my communication classes, one of the classes involved actually mixing an album. And you went to a recording oh, studio wow. and and you did a couple, not a full album, a couple of songs. It's a wild process. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. and to make everything fit together right, right. and have the proper presence, it's it's a really uh, it's a talent. I'm glad I did it because it taught you the you know the importance of layering. All right, what do we have for Paul? Okay, uh, Paul, we have a pair of passes to see Elvis featuring Austin Butler as Elvis Presley, Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. It's going to be in theaters on June 24th, rated PG-13, but he's going to go see it on Monday. 
All right, uh, Casey, let's do this one next. And uh, we play another version of Slapping the Bass. Let me hit that again. Slapping the Bass. All right, we'll go to uh, Sean. Yo, Sean, how you doing? Slapping the bass. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping the bass. All right. <laughs> Poor man. I love that. I love that constant running joke yeah. in that movie. It's the best. All right. Hang on, buddy. Here we go. Here's your bass line. Let's see if you get it. Very close. Yeah. It's hard to get it without everything else there. I'm around it, but I'm not. It's not connecting. Doing something else. Yeah. Let me go to Sean again. Sean, guys, I got nothing here. Uh, okay, it, it's a little more difficult. I think you're going to kick yourself when you hear what it is. Uh, we'll go next to uh, it's Delco Jesus. Yay! What's up, Delco Jesus? What's going on? How you doing? Good man. All right, <laughs> you ready? Happy hey, Happy man. Delco Day, by the way. Yeah. Marty McGee's tomorrow, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. That's where the party is, right? It's an all-day party at Marty McGee's, man. Oh, my God. 12 to 12. All right. money for Headstrong. All right, yeah, yes. Nice. Great organization. Yeah. Casey gets behind that big time. All right, Delco Jesus, hang on the line. Here's your bass, and let's play it for you. That's enough to get this one. All right, Jesus. You I there? know the song, but I can't put my na- the uh, the names on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think. I, uh, I know the lyrics, so it's like Raiders. All right. <laughs> well, you got to get the title. So sorry, man. We got to let you go. Sorry, let you go. All right, let's go to one more caller, and it is Jake who gets a shot at this. Jake. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. All right. Did you hear that clip? Can I hear it again? Yeah, absolutely. Casey, here we go. Okay. We're going to go back to uh, Jake. Jake, any idea? You know what? I got nothing. All right. Thanks, man. It is one of the tougher ones. It's a song you guys all know. You've heard it over and over and over again. But when it's stripped down like that and you're just hearing the bass part, it's kind of hard to pick up on it. So Marissa is grabbing a texture uh, who we can uh, get an answer from. Yes, Case? How do you think you guys would do if we did this with just your favorite bands? Um, That's a good question. Pretty well. Like if we did all Pearl Jam, all Beatles, all Fish. All, let's say Steely Dan. You know, that's a good question because... I could do Steely Dan. I could definitely do. I'd heard the isolated um, uh, I Want You, She's So Heavy bass line from from Paul. 
And I was like, man, I never knew all that was going on in there. You know? You know, just on a different tangent here, one of the greatest bass playing performances I ever saw was Chris Squire did Amazing Grace Ooh, on the bass. And it awesome. was unbelievable. Tell you what, I could do it with drums. Yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd, be, yeah. I'd be pretty solid at okay. drums. If you guys ever want to <laughs> test me on that, let me know. All right, uh, we're going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Preston, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, Mike, do you know what song that is? Hi, Mike. Yes. It's Interstate Love Song. That is absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. In case if we could pull that up for some context. Yeah, here it is. Uh, and then you'll hear it as, as this goes. And what are we going to give Mike? Do we know? Or? Yeah, we're going to hook Mike up with uh, some passes to see Elvis on Monday. That's right. So hear this part uh, right here, and then I'll play the, the isolated bass again just to give you some context. And when you hear the, the song, I can't tell that the bass has that little bit of distortion on it. Yeah, all, you, you can't. Know? It's hidden yeah. under that guitar, so. All right. Uh, let me see. You know what? Let me let me ask our next caller real quick something first before we decide which song you bench? we're going to go. <laughs> hey, Joe, are you there? Uh, yeah. How much can you bench? <laughs> How much can I bench? Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what I was going to ask, Joey, Joey, are you um, are you a metalhead in any way, shape, or form? Absolutely. All right, Casey, we're going to do this Got one. You, man. All right. Uh, we're going to play the bass clip for you. We're playing a, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, we're playing a game called Slapping the Bass. Slapping the Bass. And uh, we have isolated bass guitar riffs or the melody lines or bass lines, and uh, we're trying to identify those. So hang on, Joey. Here is your bass song. <laughs> Took so long That's to all right. get there. It was pretty badass. All right, so it was uh, Joey. All right, Joey. What song? Dude, I saw. Right. Oh, That's not the name of it, but <laughs> thank you. All right, we'll go next to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. How you Hi, doing? Mike. All right, thank you. I was waiting for Carol yeah, there. Sorry. All right, Mike, uh, do you need to hear that song again, or do you know what it is? No, I got nothing. You got oh, nothing? Hi, Mike. Oh, that was nice talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> Man. See you later. All right. So bye-bye. Let me go to one more. I have uh, the other Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Slap <laughs> <laughs> it the bass. Slap it the bass. There we go. Slap it the bass. All right, Mike. Hi, Mike. Do you need to, <laughs> do you need to hear that again? Nope. Uh, run for the Hills, Iron Maiden. Damn it. Yeah, that is right. Run to the Hills. Iron Maiden, and uh, we'll play Not Gonna Go Through the Whole Beep, 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 over and over again. But hang on the line. Here's what we got for you, Mike. 
Uh, we have a pair of tickets to see Elvis featuring Austin Butler as Elvis Presley and Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. That movie is in theaters on June 24th, rated PG-13, but he gets to see it on Monday, yes. June 13th. All right, so who's their uh, who's their bassist, Iron Maiden? Oh, Steve Harris? Is that his name? I don't know. I think it's, um, I'm not 100% sure of... of, of Steve Harris. Yeah, there you go. There go. Yeah, great bass yeah, player. Yeah. He would do the the he would have um he would do a three finger thing uh, where he would get that gallop which is really cool. I like doing the three finger thing too. <laughs> it's called the shocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Doing the pink and one on the stick. That's, right, that's three yeah. fingers. So I have a, my, my friend Courtney, her uh, boyfriend Eli is a bassist, and he uh, is very, very anti bassists that use picks. Pick, yeah. Some people are yeah. uh, very purist when it comes it, to they, uh, using uh, fingers. Yeah. yeah. Comes from the stand up bass, right? You're supposed to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I did. I, I don't hate when bass players use a pick. It, it's uh, it's not as cool of a sound, I don't think. And you can't slap and pop and stuff right. like that. Slap in the pop. Slap in the pop. Slap in the pop. Slap in the bass. What were you going to say? Uh, I did pose this question to you. It was probably off air, but which musician is probably best at uh, finger stuff? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe. But, <laughs> what, what I did you play as an example of that? It was probably... Uh, <laughs> it was some kind of thing. It might have been Detroit Rock City. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Well, <laughs> little, little, little. <laughs> yeah. I think Jimi right. Hendrix. I think we only have time for one more We case. do. We All do. Right. So you pick it. I, I oh, don't care. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Oh. I'm going to pick it and you don't know. All right. That so sounds you're going to have to play along. All right. Let me go next to uh, listener Jess. She wants to try. Hi, Jess. Good morning. Hi, you guys rock. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that, Jess. All right. You ready to play Slapping the Bass? Of course. All right. Hang on. Slapping the Bass. And let's play a clip. <laughs> this one's for Jess. <laughs> It's, you're like right around it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recognize 90s, it. 90s band. Okay, let me go to uh, Jess. Maybe she knows. Hi, Jess. Hey. Is right. it When I Come Around by Green Day? Yes! 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 Well done. Well done, Jess. Hang on the line because we got a prize for you, Case. Jess, you're actually going to join us at our sorority party, which is going to be on Wednesday, June 15th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. It's a square dance party. by. Uh, it's going to be called by the members of the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers. The Federation. Dancing the way it was meant to be. It's took a turn, eh? Oh, my God. That is the best. All right, with that, since we had... Well, thank you for playing Slapping the Bass. That was fun, right? Yeah. Uh, Slapping good. the Bass. We'll do some other stuff like that down there. Friday road. seems like a good... Uh, yeah. With the things in the video. I wouldn't mind doing a contest every Friday if, yeah. we, if we can manage that. But anyhow, in honor of our, our federation of the square dancers that just jumped in there, uh, I, let's give away... <laughs> let's give away... <laughs> Some passes to the sorority party next Wednesday, Parks Casino. 
Uh, we'll take five callers. Ladies only. you got to be at least 21 years of age and able to join us next Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. We'll be in the Liberty Bell Beer Garden. Parsons, you know, they're giving us the whole thing for this party. That's amazing. And we would love to have you there. The Square Dance Party called by the Federation of Delaware Valley yeah. Square and Red. <laughs> <laughs> Dancers, and we'll get to a complimentary drink, free happy hour buffet, and we'll just hang out together, and we'll bring you into the fold of the Sisters of Pie, the Zeta Eta Pie sorority. Uh, as we take a break, I would like to tell you guys that uh, our friends from uh, Tecaria Aguila uh, are here dishing up tacos. They're amazing. Us. It's in honor of Tacos and Tailpipes. It returns this Sunday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Menards Premium Detailing in Warminster, and the car meetup and block party is everything that you need. The Tecaria Aguila uh, taco truck, a clear rum tent, and that's spelled, by the way, K-L-Y-R, rum. Uh, good people and over 2,000 awesome rides as well. So there's cars. Uh, going to be. It's a car show and everything. So all money raised is going to go to the members of the King family who survived Christmas Day, House Fire, in Quaker Town. Details available at tacosandtailpipes.com. So that is this Sunday. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. B-File is up when we return. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You guys want me to pull teacher? Yeah! All right, so last one of this year, of 2022, we chose yesterday Downingtown West High School, and we asked the uh, the students to vote. They did, and we come back with a winner. Hopefully I'm pronouncing his uh, name correctly. His life skills teacher, Mr. Christopher Cornine, is Yay! with us. Did I get it right, Chris? Yes, he did. Ah! Christopher Cornine. Hey, congratulations, first of all. Uh, what do you think about uh, about the students giving you this nomination, sir? This is all the validation I have ever wanted in my life. <laughs> uh, now, listen, you, you have not been at, uh, at Downingtown West very long, just a few years, right? Yeah, I've just finished my second full year. I think I've been here two and a half now. Wow. Oh, wow. And from what I understand... Yeah, so I've covered ground. Uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, you've made your... Uh, you've you've made lapped. Your, your impact. You lapped the other teachers. Yeah. And your first day of teaching had to be virtual because it started in March of 2020, right as uh, the quarantine hit. Yeah. I actually met all my kids through Zoom, oh, which wow. was a wonderful wow. experience. So that was, that was a little tricky time, but... Um, Worth it. Worth it now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was not an ideal start. Uh, you are local as well, Christopher? I actually live in Philadelphia. I drive out what? every day. But, oh, um, again, worth it. All right. And <laughs> you went um, you went St. Joe's, correct? I did, yeah. I majored in history, and then I got my master's in, psych- in special ed, uh, and that's how I ended up kind of in this field. That's cool. And tell us a little bit about uh, life skills and, and what you do with the, uh, uh, the, special, uh, the special needs kids. Oh, it's awesome. Um, we work on just a lot of different skills, like job skills, health skills, um, you know, time management, stuff like that. Anything you could think that, you know, 
you would need kind of as an adult. We work on all those different things, independent living. Um, I have a great staff, a bunch of people that really, you know, help the, help the classroom to run every single day and help me to keep it from getting too crazy in here. Um, but the kids are great. We get them all four years. We get to hang out with them. You get very, very close with them. We get to take them on, you know, some experiences that might be harder for the families to facilitate and stuff like that. Uh, and you get really, really close to them. So I can't, I can't think of a, a yeah. more essential thing to do. Uh, and and the fact it. that you are doing it over the course of a number of years. My neighbor uh, is involved in a similar thing. My neighbor Steve, and and uh, the stuff that he has done, you know, just to help to help get out in the real world, to yeah. help to help have a life. Yeah. Uh, and what what you're doing is amazing. So uh, well uh, well deserved this accolade. Thank you very much. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this one. Tell my mom when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this summer, Christopher? Uh, I'm actually going to work ESY, hang out with my kids, but uh, I also I coach soccer here at Downingtown West and um, at some club teams in the area too. So that's that's what my summer's looking like. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, you're at the end of the uh, the school year, so and enjoy. If you get a little bit of time off, that'd be great. Uh, and we are going to give you as a token of appreciation from the students at Downingtown West the uh, official Preston and Steve coolest teacher of their coffee mug and T-shirt. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Let's hear for Christopher Cornine. Last of the coolest teachers for this year, our 10th year doing it. And go to WMMR.com and check out the Coolest Teacher Hall of Fame. 10 years of winning teachers on PrestonAndSteve.com. All right. It's Friday, right? To the weekend. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought in this morning by Sequoia Outback. Save on decking, railings, grills, patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now, Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. I'm going to start with a pretty amazing story, um, and it's one that you might find on like Dateline. Uh, so it's the story of Holly Marie Klaus, aka Baby Holly, a missing infant whose parents were murdered in the late nineteen in late nineteen eighty or early nineteen eighty one, has been found alive at age forty two. Oh it's amazing! And now police are investigating what role a nomadic religious group might have had might have had in this cold case. So here's the story about this. In 1981, two bodies were found in a wooded area in Houston. It wasn't until 2021 that they were identified through genetic testing as Tina Gail Lynn Klaus and Harold Dean Klaus Jr. Uh, the young couple from Louisville, Texas, were the parents of a baby girl named Holly. Now, Holly was never found alongside these bodies. She was just missing. Her extended family never stopped searching for her, along with any information related to her parents' disappearance. Holly's parents had not been in communication with their family since October 1980. So at a press conference uh, this week, Attorney General Brent Webster said that young Holly 
have been dropped off at a church in Arizona by two women who identified themselves as members of a nomadic religious group. Uh, Webster said that uh, they were wearing white robes and they were barefoot. They indicated the beliefs of their religion included the separation of male and female members, practicing vegetarian habits, and not using or wearing leather goods. Webster said that the women suggested that they had given up a baby before at a laundromat. And it's believed that this group traveled through California, Texas, and Arizona, particularly in Yuma, where female members were seen asking people for food in the early 1980s. So in early 80 or 81, Tina and Harold's families received a phone call from someone named Sister Susan in Los Angeles. Sister Susan told the families that the young couple had joined the religious group, so the two that that were dead, that they had apparently joined the religious group and no longer wanted to have contact with them. Susan offered to return the couple's car to his family who lived in Florida for a fee. The family agreed to meet several people at Daytona International Speedway Racetrack, but they also called the police who purportedly took the robed people into custody. However, a police report for that incident was never found. So Webster said, if you have any information regarding these murders, uh, we ask you to come forward. We wish Holly the best. We were grateful that we found her, but we must continue with our purpose of finding who murdered this couple. Well, so, wait, the, the ba- so the baby was taken where? So that, that's kind of the big mystery. They don't know and, and was dropped off. So another, and she's 40 at the point she's dropped off, right? Yeah, another, uh, no. Another family met, raised Holly. Another family had raised Holly, according to Webster, uh, they are not suspects in this case. Holly recently made contact with her biological family virtually. I don't think she knew that she was related to these people at all. Uh-huh. So they found out through genetic testing uh, who these people were. Like, it was a mystery who they were. They just identified them. And therefore, uh, through the genetic web right. out there, yeah, they were yeah. able to tie it into this woman. That's insane. Yeah. But, and I mean, so, the, but I'm just thinking, if the baby was dropped off somewhere... Uh, you know, when she was an infant. Like, this story had to have been on the news. It was two people that were murdered. Like, they didn't, you know what I mean, connect so anything. They, yeah, to they never found the baby, baby, but they didn't know about this baby being dropped off at a laundromat. They, like, they were never able to tie it together. Wow. So there's going to be more from this, yeah. but it's such a crazy story. Uh, that 40 years later that they've identified who these... Probably will be a dateline. Who these people were yeah. and who she is, yeah. All right, a rescue mission. No, you dad that in the news. A rescue mission was underway for people who fell into... Two people who fell into the uh, tank of chocolate. Yes. Uh, Kathy had that yeah. in the news. In the Mars factory in Lancaster County. Did they fall in or did they dive in? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, you know... I, I dive in, man. Pretty damn tempting. I, I like chocolate. Uh, two people... <laughs> Fell into the tank. Uh, It says they were not hurt, uh, but they couldn't get out on their own. But, Kathy, you had a different story. They took them to the hospital, I think. Yeah, one was um, driven by ambulance. The other was airlifted. Uh, They also had to bore through the side, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, so they don't pull them out. I, I don't know the reasoning. They, they just, couldn't get them out. No, no. The dispatch said that they don't do that anymore. Like, uh. they, so they have to. They've had to have had calls where they had to go and get people uh. from these vats. I wonder if part of that has to do with the the viscosity, I guess, of the chocolate and the suction. Is your how? That's a good I mean, question. Yeah. Other people falling in trying to rescue them. The chocolate is believed to be about waist high, according to dispatch. So mm. I don't know that. Well, maybe we'll get more details on that one too. We'll tie it in with the missing baby yes. story. Yeah. And see if we can get, come to some resolution. Mystery of the chocolate baby. A Florida man known as the Monkey Whisperer. Oh, wow. Was sentenced for illegally transporting and selling primates. If I shave you, you're going to look like a little boy. Jimmy Wayne Hammond was sentenced to five years probation for violating the Endangered Species Act. Monkey. Authorities said that Hammond's bred and sold wildlife and uh, conspired to sell a capuchin monkey 
to a buyer in California. Capuchins, fun to see. Uh, Hammond's... Al- the roof of my mouth. Also... <laughs> You want to see my anus? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Was that out of turn? It was, yes. Yeah. Hammond's also illegally sold endangered primates to buyers in Alabama, South Carolina, and Wisconsin. This seems to be on the uptick. Yet another story. Yet a, there's a lot of um, illegal monkey trafficking. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. we had one yesterday about yeah, that yeah. monkey that was found in the basement. Yeah. Monkey basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is pretty wild. You guys may have seen this on the news, but sometimes strange, uh, something strange was recently seen lurking outside a Texas zoo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. While the city has several theories, its identif- uh, identification is still a mystery. Security cameras at the Amarillo Zoo captured the mysterious creature in the dark early morning hours of Saturday, May 21st. And a still photo shows the life form outside of the zoo's perimeter fence. And they don't know what it is. Like, it looks kind of humanoid, like it's on two legs. But it it's also... It's a chupacabra. It might, yeah. Some are saying it may be Chupacabra. chupacabra. Uh, it's got uh, a head like an animal, like a like a. It's a weird. I, I busted out laughing. I don't know what it is. It, it, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, did you ever see the uh, Mike Tyson mysteries with the chupacabra, Preston? No, not with the chupacabra. <laughs> the so he's actually Ty- Tyson's delivering his own dialogue, and he could never say chupacabras. So it looks like one of them chupacabras. Uh, a large coyote on its hind legs. They're wondering. Uh, was it a person with a strange hat who likes to walk at night? <laughs> The Chupacabra, it is a mystery for Amarillo to help solve, they posted. Uh, the city has declared it the Unidentified Amarillo Object, or the UAO, for short. The people there, some of the people there staunchly believe in the Chupacabra. Uh, city officials hope that someone may be able to offer a better explanation. And they said, uh, the director of Parks and Recreation said, we just want to let the Amarillo community have some fun with this. It's definitely a strange and interesting image. Yeah. Uh, the city said it does not have a video of the encounter to share. So eager detectives will have to use the still image to try and crack the case. You know, Casey was supposed to drive through Amarillo, Texas this very week. Uh, oh, <laughs> you would have saw the Chupacabra. Yeah. They got the, the Cadillac um, Ranch there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But uh, maybe we'll maybe make that happen later this year. Yeah, maybe you'll see Chupacabra. <laughs> maybe. Go All right, and that is what I have in the Bizarre File. Is Wait, an update? Yep, we have an update. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you want to call this breaking news, but it's an update. Hold it's the dildo issue at the Fort Washington exit off of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And we go now to our reporter in the field. We have Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Chuck, can you describe the scene for us, please? Well, I, I just rode by on 309 South, and I I don't see anything. I don't see a dildo, tampons, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> tampons, vibrators, dildos, Benoit balls, nothing. Bags. Nothing. Thanks, Chuck. Nothing. I don't see anything. Just to give right. you an update. All right. All thank right, you, thank Chuck. You. We appreciate that update. Hang on the line. We'll give you something for free for doing that. Do we think that the uh, said dildo was grabbed up or that it was never really? Is it like the maybe, chupacabra? Maybe Pennsylvania State Police cleans it up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. possible. Maybe, maybe crews were on the scene. Crews yeah. were on the scene. Yeah, yeah. the dildo <laughs> car. Or PennDOT. Maybe PennDOT took care of it. Yeah. All right. All right. And a with roving that, dildo crew. We got to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. <laughs> Stay with us. Don't forget Bill Burr joining us in about 40 minutes. And also we're going to have uh, Jen Fred. It's Delco Day, 610 Delco Day. There's a special thing happening with Casey Boy. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, podcasters, we set aside some passes just for you. Go to WMMR.com, scroll down to the contest section, and find the Zeta Ada Pi link. You can enter there to win a pair of passes to the Preston and Steve sorority party Wednesday, June 15th at the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Parks Casino. Remember, this is a ladies-only party, and if you're coming, we want to see you on the dance floor. 
uh, I want to mention this. This is very sad news, and uh, our, our thoughts and uh, our, our, our love and respect go out to uh, intern Ben. Oh, you remember intern Ben? Yeah. You could imagine. Uh, his dad passed away. Oh, my God. Uh, his dad, uh, Bill Woodring, uh, unexpectedly, he said, passed away this weekend at the age of 61. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> he so, said so sad. He had a heart attack and multiple strokes while he was driving home from work. Wow. Got into an accident on uh, Route 1 right before the turnpike. Uh, said nobody else was hurt. And he said, I'd like to thank all of the good Samaritans and first responders who worked quickly to get him and get, uh, get him to the hospital, get to him and get to the hospital. He said, working my, with my dad back in high school was what turned me on to WMMR and you guys. And uh, he goes on to tell a few stories about him. Uh, and so it's just I know his dad was very proud of him. Yeah, very much so. He was a big rocker, too. He's like, uh, he became kind of friendly with Slash for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, he told, Ben sold, uh, told some cool stories about his dad. It's touching. Oh. Yep. Um, so he said, um, since my dad had so many friends around the city, I believe you guys may be able to get the word out to folks who may not have found out what happened yet. I would like to come pay the respects. So the funeral service will be on Sunday, uh, beginning at noon, at the uh, Swartz Gibnish Funeral Home in Newtown. Uh, and in lieu of wearing black, I like this. Uh, the people are, are request to wear a fun shirt, uh-huh. uh, a concert shirt, a band shirt, a shirt with a cartoon character on it, or something like that. He said, even when my dad worked an office job, he always wore ties with the Looney Tunes on them. And I even wore his legendary Wawa coffee tie to my interview to work with you guys. <laughs> and in lieu of flowers, contributions in Bill's name may be made to intern Ben's Extra Life campaign. This is a campaign he said I do. Uh, my annual 24-hour stream on. And he said, my dad and I always enjoyed uh, crude humor, and I think there's nothing that he would appreciate more than have a huge long fart sound fl- uh, played on the radio in his honor. We almost got a live room from Casey just yeah, a little while ago. I didn't even know. He said, uh, thank you. There you go. A long one. And that is for Bill Woodring. And uh, he said, thank you guys for everything. Uh, the show has helped me laugh during this extremely difficult time. Uh, and the station will always remind uh, of him, remind me of him since uh, it's so special to both of us. So I'm, ter- I'm very sorry to hear that. Horrible to hear about that, uh, Ben. But thank you for reaching out and, uh, you know, hang in there, man. All right. Um, after all of that, we do need to cleanse pout a little bit. And uh, it's time to eat, gang. It's time for the weekend edition of The Concert. Yeah. And I'm excited about this one. Oh, really? Yes, Steve. It's because of a, a story you sent to me. And I have a love affair with this food. Today is National Corn on the Cob Day. Oh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is National <laughs> Corn on the Cob Day. Yes. It's actually I thought you pro- sent it to me yesterday and it meant that uh, uh, no, today. No. Okay. No, but that's actually appropriate because it's a, it's a barbecue day. Yes, most yeah. definitely. And I... Love, 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 love corn on the cob. My whole family does, yep. and I love to cook it on the grill. That's where it, to my me, pre- that's the best. My preferred method is to cook it on the grill. In fact, I'm not a huge fan of corn on the cob, but uh, uh, if I'm going to have it, I love it on the barbecue. Yeah, and I actually I like corn on the cob without any butter. I mean, I love it me more too, with Case. with butter. Yes, <clears throat> I prefer. Uh, but- oh, hey, the hell is that? Turn that's that off. Kathy's playing the solo, <laughs> but I can eat it either way. But. I got to tell you, like, the way my family would spread butter on corn on the cob is the most ingenious way to do it. You just take one piece of bread, you mm-hmm. cut it into squares, like, right? So the one piece of bread, you cut it into fours, 
You take a pat of butter, you put it on one of those uh, little pieces of bread, and then you smother that all over the corn on the cob, and then you also get a buttery piece of bread to eat. Oh, there you go. We use the butter bot or yeah. the butter buddy. Mm-hmm. You can buy these little things where you stick of uh, you actually stick a, uh, a stick of butter in there, and yes. it's, it's curved, and it and, and it, it works. I have the TikTok hack. Preston, I put I put butter on my thighs. Okay, and I pull the corn cob through my thighs. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I've not seen that it's video. Really yeah. Up and down, really down. fast. Yeah, right? you yeah. got to do that to right. really get it covered. <laughs> right for the butter purposes. And then you stop when you shoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh over. my god, uh, Casey, I yes. uh, think that uh, corn on the cob without butter is a risky proposition. Certain times of the year, if if you are in right. the summer and you're getting Jersey corn, uh, I am I totally support and 100 percent behind your decision. However, there are times of the year where the corn on the cob is not as fresh. Yeah. And and uh, I think that in those instances, butter is necessary. When it's in season, when you start to see the roadside stands, yeah. which, by the way, you can get some of the greatest corn in the world. Yeah, we're lucky. At roadside yeah. stands all over the place. And we go into overdrive this time of year uh, to do that. Real quick, let me take a break from uh, corn uh, chat, Casey. Wait a second. Oh, 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 we have breaking news. Okay. Oh, my and, God. Uh, breaking yeah. news. Breaking news. All right, more... We now go to another field reporter <laughs> in Fort Washington for the latest on the dildo situation. Dildo gate. Uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, Eric, what's the uh, latest on the dildo situation at the 309 uh, ramp south uh, it's, turnpike? It's still there. It's in a box, and it's actually magenta. It's, it's magenta. magenta not it's in purple. a box. And it's in a box. Does that mean yeah, it's still salvageable? Like has, has it been like is it like right off the store shelves? Like it's purchasable at this point? Um, I mean, I could grab it and send it in for Cassie if. <laughs> if you could take a picture of it, we'd really appreciate. it. Yeah. You might be too far past it now, but we're actually looking for visual yeah. confirmation. Not that we don't yeah, trust we you, but we it. need it, and I think it needs to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, maybe it'll be there Monday. I'm not sure. Uh, All right. I'll try to get a picture. Put some of googly it. eyes on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, googly eyes. I, on the cob, I, you know, that's... Right, yes, yeah. exactly. It's very much in keeping with the spirit. All right, thank you, field reporter yeah, uh, Eric, you. for uh, the latest update on the dildo situation in uh, Fort Washington. <laughs> back to the studio. Yeah. Throw it back to you. Uh, make sure you check back in live uh, from time to time with us for the latest on that. Our, tra- our traffic um, company that supplies the traffic information, they have cameras. Do you want me to check in with them? Yeah. So, corn in general, corn on the cob, uh, I, I tend to find it um, sweeter uh, tasting. And is there a, spe- a specific sweet type of corn? Yes. Yeah, there is sweet yeah. corn. Okay. Absolutely. And you know why I think it tastes better on the cob is because when you when you do cut it off, and it, we do that, we'll do like... Um, when you decob it? When you decob it. Uh, no, when we, when we will, uh, sometimes I will cook it, I will, I will fry it uh, in a pan with some oil and butter, and it's fantastic Ooh. that way too, so I'll cut it off of the cob, but... But I think when you eat it on the cob, you're getting more of the juice that you would lose when you when you actually cut off uh, from the the, the the actual cob. Uh, so I, you, I think it's more flavorful that way. Do you cook it in its husk? I do. Yeah. So a so. real simple way to do it, and this is my own little recipe. It's not really even recipe. So you take the whole uh, uh, the whole corn you know, with, with, with the uh, with the the husk still on it. Uh, and I, I will trim off the ends though to make it so it can fit on the uh, on the grill better, and then just wrap it in foil. And I turn, I do a little quarter turn every five minutes for twenty minutes, and then it comes out perfect every time. Probably heating up to about four four fifty something like that on the grill. You think the husk adds a little bit of flavor? I do, I do, because it keeps the silk in there, and, yeah. and then you know you got to. And, and what's great about it too, it can be if you're if you're having a, a get together, you can leave it in the foil. You can cook it and 
like an hour, hour and a half later, it will still be warm <laughs> because you haven't taken off the husk. So the husk, the foil, everything keeps it warm for a long time. So it's usually the first thing that I make if I'm having people over and I will leave it in the foil. Um, I don't like butter on corn uh, and I don't eat corn on the cob because the situation in my teeth mm-hmm. afterwards is like so infuriating that and you I, have perfect teeth and wow, I just I just pass up corn on the cob like it has to you know if it's if it's not on the cob fine but I just I can't do it Steve uh, listener just sent this in uh, this is the best name for a food truck I've ever heard of it's <laughs> called corn hub corn hub yeah. oh. Good. The Corn Hub food truck, and they are based out of Pennsylvania. Shut it's up. Corn Hub, uh, Corn Hub underscore LLC. <laughs> and uh, uh, Kathy, they're based out of uh, Levittown. Oh, really? Or they were in Levittown recently. Yeah, they were in Levittown. Yeah. 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 Corn Hub. Corn Hub. <laughs> it's That's and awesome. It's graphically <laughs> similar, yeah. Preston. We're looking at the truck. Yeah, the, the actual, the word hub. It, it's graphically is, similar is the same font yeah. as, uh, as Porn Hub. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. you got to visit these guys. There's so many good... There are ways to, to have uh, corn on the cob. Nick, I saw you pull up the recipe for Mexican street corn. That's my favorite. Oh, oh it's fantastic. By the so way, good. I just had, for the first time ever, Pringles. Mexican street corn flavored uh, Pringles. What? Yes. That I'm sounds like garbage. Uh, no, it was actually really <laughs> yummy. Okay. Yeah. Actually, right. I was eating that last week when I had lost my taste. I was oh. eating, eating, eating. And, and that where the revelation kicked in because they're so taste-filled. Uh-huh. And, and I you, was like, wait a second, I can't taste these. I could tell, uh, you know, Catherine, you, you're the only one here who uh, also lost their taste. Like, I could sense the spices, the salt and stuff on the chips. So that's why I thought I could still taste it. But then when I paid attention, I was like, oh, my God, I can't, can't taste, taste this. It, yeah. And then I, I sniffed into the uh, Pringles can. I was like, oh, my God. Can't sniff her. Uh, I would love to, to take some... Um, uh, Either some rosemary or basil or something like that. Mix it up in some butter, Ooh. and uh, and then you freeze it, and then you have like a, a, a stick that has that in it, and then rubbing that or garlic and rubbing that on the corn or uh, sprinkling some parmesan on it uh, is fantastic as well. A lot of listeners are texting in that they like the old bay on the uh, corn mm. of the cob. Oh, now that I've never had. I don't think I have either. I'd That's like to try that. Interesting. It's crazy because we were just saying in the beginning of this that corn by itself is just fine. Mm. Mm. So good. Hey, this is so scrumptious. Is this hand shucked? <laughs> you ever heard the phrase knee high by the 4th of July? No. That's where, like, the, the corn stalks are supposed to be at, at your knees or higher and that that's how you know that the corn is growing uh growing well for the summer season. And you know how many ears grow on a stalk of it's corn? One or one or two. One. Right? One. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Two? Yeah. You see a whole field of off. I'm thinking there's like, you know, yeah. five or six on each one. There's one. There's one. It's a lot of real estate. <laughs> For one ear of corn, I do love cornfields. Though I love, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the, they make great mazes. The uh, the demons that tend to infest the cornfields are, are more interesting. We had one that was nearby where a friend of mine lived, and we did get kind of lost 
in the cornfield one time because you lose your bearings. It's so dense. You lose your, your direction yeah. at some point, and we couldn't see the sun anywhere, and we had no idea where it was, and it was a little freaky. You remember yeah. that, that sequence at the end of Casino? They're in a, they're in a cornfield, right? Well, that's when they, right. They, they beat the crap and out of them. they buried Joe Pesci in yeah. that field, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to go to the uh, the Field of Dreams in Iowa, like literally built out of a uh, cornfield. That and is like, a baseball diamond. And it, it's a baseball, yeah, yeah, you can go see games. Now, they had a major league baseball game there last year. I'd love to go visit that place. Uh, let me go to Stephen. He wants to comment on the Cornhub truck. Uh, hi, Stephen. Good morning. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> I need you to stop talking and listen to me. What's up? <laughs> so, so a couple times throughout the summer, I think it's. I actually think it's uh, once every third Friday they have a food truck festival on Bridgetown Pike at the Playwicky Park in Feasterville, and the Corn Hub truck was there the last time me and my girlfriend went, and it is amazing. You have to get the OG there. It's, it's all Mexican street corn and different variations on it. It's that's sounds, that's and look at, again. I'm not a massive fan, but I would certainly be into checking that out. What's on the OG, uh, Stephen? Uh, uh, so that's just like your classic version of Mexican street corn, and then okay. they have all these different versions: the grandma, the 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 plain, uh, like uh, just a plain version of uh, corn on the cob. But right. there's also a bunch of other food trucks too. They have the tot rod. They have all these great food trucks there. It's a great festival. You got the tot rod. Yeah. All right, great too. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, speaking of, I'll take that moment to to mention the fact that we uh, have a meet need today and a food truck did stop by. Uh, by the way, the event is called uh, Tacos and Tailpipes. It's this Sunday. Uh, it'll be at Menards Premium Detailing in Warminster. And so we have um, uh, Taqueria, Taqueria, Aguila. Man, is uh, that today. stuff good. Loads of great stuff. They brought their uh, seasoned pork quesadillas and chicken and steak, oh. uh, tacos and nachos, breakfast burritos, all this stuff, and also clear rum. <laughs> Is here K spelled K L Y R, uh, so they're going to be there um, on Sunday. So make sure you stop by for that event and uh, see what all's going on and uh, the proceeds. It's free, by the way, but uh, you can make donations and they'll go to the King family who survived the uh, the survivors of the Christmas Day house fire in Quakertown. So I just wanted to, to mention that. Oh, no, good. Going back to corn on the cob, a couple other things you could do: um, Cajun corn on the cob, garlic powder, onion powder, red pepper, paprika, and oregano, and then sprinkle lightly. Uh, corn on the cob, citrus, se- seasoned salt. So you do sea salt, hot smoked paprika, black pepper, smoked salt, and finely grated orange zest. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And then rub it on while cooking on the grill. That's pretty cool. All right. By so the way, the you word- don't like popcorn though. Uh, no, because once it's no, I love the taste. Oh, of popcorn, you do. Okay. But the the kernels, the slivers can get in my gums okay. and cause pain. But that doesn't happen with uh, corn when it's cooked, uh, when it's not popped. And, right? and obviously I don't you, have a problem with that. You hate pop well, because of that as well, Kathy, right? You don't want the uh, yeah. the stuff. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't yep. bother me on corn on the cob. By the way, uh, the word maize or is uh, has Native American and Spanish language organs, and that is what uh, this grain, corn, is called in many languages. Maize. Uh, most cobs of corn have an average 800 kernels. Arranged in 16 rows around the cob. Didn't the Native Americans create lacrosse as well? I believe so. <laughs> they did. Good. There was a commercial that combined them both. Do you remember that? No. no. The they would show the Braves playing lacrosse. Yeah. And and somehow they would they went running off to the sidelines of their Native American lacrosse game and would uh, grab uh, corn. No, I did not yeah. know that. Uh, yes. Okay. It was it was for a butter. It was yeah. for butter. Yeah. Was and it Land Lakes? Mm, no. No. When okay. they would win the game, they would. You know, throw a bushel of corn over their right, head. dump it, yeah. <laughs> and then corner they'd have the, uh, yeah. yeah. Corner eight. Corner eight, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. During the corner bowl. It was amazing. Uh, corn is produced. Oh, you get this, Brett. <laughs> uh, Nick. 
Good job. Good Corn job. is produced on all the uh, inhabited continents on the planet, but it cannot grow in Antarctica. But the United States is the largest single producer of corn. It is a, it is an American-based uh, um, vegetable. Yes. Uh, so that's suck where it, it yeah. came from. So <laughs> suck on that. Suck on my cob. Here's a text I, I don't know if I agree with or not. Peanut butter on corn on the cob. No. Stop that, that with seems the peanut like butter. Stop it with the peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. Way to go, commie. Here. Yeah. yeah. Go back to Russia. Go back to Russia, commie. <laughs> well, we provide at least 40% of the world's corn harvest. USA, uh, USA is American. By the way, the, 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 what you can do with the, the cob itself, as far as corn cob pipes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can wipe your honey corn, with Corn it. dildos. No. Okay. Now, I had heard... Have you? Back in the day that corn cobs, after they were dried, were kind of used as... Um, Marital Almost life? like a suppository. Really? Oh. Yes. Like it would loosen things up if you were a... Oh, uh, my God. It, it, Nick? Yeah? Can you look up the validity of that or that, I, if that was I mean, I, I, I took an eggplant once up there, but like, not a corn cob. Like they would leave them in the outhouse. Oh, see, I and didn't And you would think use it, was, it in your butt. I didn't think it was a suppository. I thought it was a... Like a, a like, toilet paper alternative? Clean? Yeah. Maybe that, too. Wow! I don't really. Wow! Know. That 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 is a terrifying concept. Let me go to another. Uh, while we're looking that up, Alicia has a tip for uh, corn on the cob. Hi, Alicia. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. No, nah, we want to hear your little corn thingy. So real quick, uh, Preston, you had mentioned you grill the corn on the cob. Try soaking it in water for about ten minutes before you throw it on the grill. All right, soak it a million in, times in, better in the husk. In the husk. Okay. In the husk. So it gets that wet and it helps steam it while it's uh, while it's in the foil. Exactly. Okay. Oh, I don't even. I don't even wrap it in aluminum foil. I just put it right okay. on the husk. I cut off the extra, like you had mentioned, sure. to keep it from catching fire, and just throw it right on there in the husk. Best corn I've ever had. I might try that this weekend. Thank you for the tip. So Not a problem. Have right. a great guy. You too. We'll see ya. Uh, let's see. Hang on. What is this? Let me go to Walt. Hi, Walt. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, you guys are talking about corn. There's a place in front of me called the Cobb Father. The Cobb Father. <laughs> That's good. What's the story with the Cobb Father? Oh, they got, like, all different kinds of corn, man. Probably, like, 15 different flavors. Okay. Okay. So another, another corn-specific restaurant. Exactly. The other one was a food yeah, I heard you guys say the corn hub. I thought the cob father. That's a cool the name. Co- All right, I like the it. Cob father. All right, absolutely. Like, uh, sloppy blow cobs. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Too much. Sloppy blow cobs. Cob. It's hard to say. There was a, p- a place, uh, it was Sophie's Cob, which was a rip on Sophie's Choice. <laughs> All right, here's here's the the latest on using corn cobs for uh, cleanliness and so on. Uh, they were plentiful and quite efficient at cleaning. They could be drawn in. One direction or turn on an axis. They were also softer on tender areas than you might think, even after toilet paper became available. Some people in Western states still preferred corn cobs when using the outhouse. So okay. it was used to wipe. Yeah, there you go. Should we try that? Well, yeah, I, go ahead. I used to use when you'd find horseshoe crab shells on the beach, I would mm. used to wipe with those. Okay. Yeah. Well, That's there's plenty of them around. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have to move on to something other <laughs> than your butt. Than corn. Uh, <laughs> because we are in the connoisseur, of course. Yes. It's a wide world of food. Uh, so, Huey Fong Incorporated, one of the world's largest producers in the Asian hot sauce market, says it anticipates a major shortage of its beloved sriracha. Mm. Knew it. 
The company said in a statement, unfortunately, we can confirm that there is an unprecedented shortage of our products. We are still endeavoring to resolve this issue that has been caused by several spiraling events, including unexpected crop failure from the spring chili harvest. So that was a big thing. Apparently, they had a really bad year. I'm uh, not a sriracha guy anyway. So. I'm not either. I'm a there are people guy. who love sriracha. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I actually kind of steer away from it. Um, when I when I hear like, ooh, sriracha aioli. You know, yeah. Like, oh, no. I don't hate it, but it's not a preferred flavor for me. But some people, they, they swim in that stuff, man. Didn't we have sriracha a, a, Preston, a Preston and Steve sriracha shirt? We did. Yeah, I like that shirt. Yeah, it was a red shirt. Was with that, that blood drive? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Although chili peppers have consistently been in short supply since the early days of the pandemic, uh, Huifong warned in April that an even more severe shortage of chilies was taking place due to severe weather conditions affecting the quality of the peppers. Mm. The situation is out of our control, they said, and would uh, detrimentally affect the making of selling of sriracha. Uh, That was in April that they made that statement. The uh, company said it would not accept any new orders placed before September, and any orders made before Labor Day will be fulfilled in the fall because it lacks the inventory to meet the demand. White so, Hong uh, advises distributors to promise not to promise products to customers unless they have products wow, in stock. That is pretty desperate. Mm-hmm. So that will throw off a lot of uh, Sriracha Christmas uh, presents. Maybe, yeah. We'll do all the shopping early. Uh, so the halt in production applies to Hui Fong's signature Sriracha hot chili sauce as well as its chili garlic and Sambal Olek products? I don't know that. By the way, Sriracha was created in 1980. Oh, really? I thought it's been around forever. That's that's not forever. Created in 1980. I thought it went way, way back. I thought it was an old recipe of some type that had been around for, you know, 100 years or more. It's an an Asian um, company, but they're based in California. Yeah. So it was uh, created by Chinese immigrant David Tran. Uh, and he has made his way. It made its ways onto the. It made its way onto shelves of huge retailers like Target, Whole Foods, and Ooh. has been a fan favorite. <laughs> Kathy's back of consumers since oh its God. inception. Yeah. Did you say Target? Uh huh. That's where I get my my facial massagers. Uh, so it may be time to find something else for the time being, or you need to stock up if you really are a big fan of uh, that. I'm not uh, well. It's it's kind of used on all sorts of things. Correct. Yeah. 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 Doesn't really rock my boat. Yep. No. Nope. All right. What else we got him? Yeah. Music, please. Thank you. Uh, so inflation is raising the price on all sorts of items in the grocery store, but one staple appears to be immune, and that is rotisserie chicken. I love rotisserie chicken. Mm. I do too. Uh, it's not to say that the poultry industry isn't suffering from soaring costs. Chicken prices nationwide have increased sixteen point four percent in the year to April, and Pointing to the ongoing bird flu outbreak, the U.S. Department of Agriculture predicts wholesale poultry prices will increase 15 to 18% this year. We're working on solutions. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love, and I'll tell you where I go, predominantly for my rotisserie chicken, Acme. Okay. Yeah. Don't walk through that aisle if you don't want to buy it. You will it buy it. so good. It's the so second you walk in, it wafts into your nostrils and you're carried across on a cloud of joy. Steve, mm-hmm. usually there's like three flavors, and I don't know which my go They're all yeah. good. <laughs> They're, but I, I, I love Rosemary Acme. chicken? Um, it's so damn good. So good. And listen, Nick, I know I you're... Gene Simmons, if you're shopping today, I invite you to head over to the rotisserie chicken aisle. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Nick, I know you're a fan of... Um... Uh, I know you're a fan of chicken salad. Yeah. Make chicken salad with an Acme roasted rotisserie right. chicken. I'll do it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rotisserie chicken with, yeah, chicken salad because it's, the reason that, that it's so flavorful is because all the fat stays inside yes. of it. When it's cooked, it has a new, yes. it does. When it rotates like that, the drippings will, still the drippings. will stay more inside of the chicken. I'm curious about your drippings. Your drippings and <laughs> um, your chickens. The, uh, so here's what happens when I get, when sometimes I'll indulge, I'll get myself, you know, rotisserie chicken. When I bring one of those in to sit down and have it for dinner, mm-hmm. it looks like the caucus of cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they are around, like on my head. It's 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 almost the like, oh, do I want to do I want to endure this because they smell right, Nick? There's it's, yes. I'll say it'll this get too. you every time. And uh, Kathy, I know that you find me to be a revolting human being when it comes to eating anything. Otherwise, uh, I love you. Well, yeah, that's nice. Uh, but if uh, if I ever have a rotisserie chicken, don't be in the same state as me okay. because it's just it's gross. I am oh, repulsed yeah. by my own behavior while Nick, eating rotisserie chicken. I'm the same way. I pick it to the bone. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing left. I go what? I can't do that. Oh, no, yeah, no. I, I, oh. you should see the carcass left yes. when I'm done with it. I, I pick every bit of meat off of that. I, I take the off the back. Actually, uh-huh. the back do you? meat's really good. Yeah. So what I do is uh, I'm, I'm basically the the, the breast, and sure. and uh, then then I turn over the the dark meat parts to the to Claire. She actually prefers dark meat. Yeah, I and and then uh, we make uh, various little stick figures out of the bones. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, the prices. This is a Civil War soldier. The prices of uh, of. Uh, rotisserie chickens, chickens are not increasing. So uh, Costco, BJ's, Sam's Club, they're keeping the rotisserie chicken prices uh, low, $5 or less. Wow. Other chains like Publix and Giant Eagle remain around uh, the $7 range. I think it's also surprising because of the, that massive uh, chicken coop fire with the 5 million chickens miss, dying. Yeah. 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 No. Oh. <laughs> Ronaldo. Still going. Sancho. The the list continues. It's uh, Gene Simmons. Maury. Reading the the names of the five million chickens. Dexter. That died in that tragic fire, so. Noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. I want to veer back to corn. We have, uh, I assume he's the owner of the corn hub truck. This is Sam who's on the line. Hey, Sam. Hey, how you guys doing? Awesome, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Doing great. Are Are you the owner of corn hub? Yes, yes. We're a family-owned truck. Me and my son own the truck. Oh, my God. It's okay. Great. How long have you been around? Uh, we've been doing it for five years, second year with a truck. Okay. So we've been doing it under a tent before, and uh, we roast it in a Texas corn roaster. That's what makes the world a difference. All right. So I'm we a... roast our corn at 600 degrees yeah. in the husk, and it just makes it so much sweeter and like more earthy. It's, it's delicious. All right, Sam. So for the food truck, I'm going to guess that your son came up with the name Corn Hub. Am I right? Uh, I was on the computer one night. <laughs> <laughs> What's this site? <laughs> we can, uh, we can riff on that. Has, has, has Porn Hub found out about this? Uh, I think I'm the original Corn Hub. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> they stole it. In fact, they're the ones. They stole it from them and inserted yeah, the porn. Yeah. We, we, we saw you were in Levittown recently. Where Where are you based out of? Uh, we're out of Ben Salem. We're out of Ben Salem. Tonight we'll be in uh, PlayWiki uh, Farm. Okay. Down, down in the Trebos area. Can I Listen, check man, that out? We, we do this. Uh, we do, we're we're going to start doing this event. We did it the first time at the Camp Out for Hunger this last year. It was called Food Trucks and Fireworks. And we had Celebration Fireworks do this huge fireworks yeah. display. Yeah. We had all these food trucks. 
How can we not have corn yeah. hub? Yeah. <laughs> we have to have corn hub. All right, we will we will be in touch. We got to run because I, we. we I have... want to set up in front of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll get your information. We got a guest who's on the line who we need to go to. But thank you for calling in, Sam. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right, see ya. Oh my God, that's brilliant. I love it. Truck. I love the fact that they imitated Corn the hub. graphic design too. Yeah, they used the actual yeah. font, the the, yeah. the Pornhub font on the side of their truck. Our next guest, wow, you don't get any bigger than this, man. There's really no reason he needs to talk to I us. I know, and we, uh, we appreciate him yeah. calling us so much for that. But at the Wells Fargo Center, September 16th, you will see him yeah. doing his show. How cool. And right before that, he's going to be playing um, in Boston. I know. He's doing Fenway. Uh, Fenway, Fenway Park. Fenway. First comedian ever. Ever. Yeah. Of so course. we're honored, and we like to think he's a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill, happy birthday to you, by the way, sir. (laughs) You know what's hilarious is I didn't get the corn hub thing. When you guys said, oh, your son come up with that, I was thinking like, oh, because it says hub. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been on porn hub like a million times. (laughs) I was like, oh, porn hub. Nice. Hey, uh, happy birthday, Bill, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We're the same age, 54 years old today. You feel any different than yesterday? No, but I am blown away by how fast my 50s are going by. So, I don't know. Well, yeah. it, it, so, uh, I try not to pay attention to it. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's it's dovetailing with what is, you know, a, a career. You become a, a career juggernaut. Everything is just firing, um, you know, on all cylinders. The venues you're playing, the Fenway thing alone had to blow you away. Um, when did you find out that that was a done deal? Um, A couple months back or something. We were uh, actually going to be playing a different venue. And then Fenway opened up, and that was some. Fenway's wanted to do a stand-up show, to be honest with you, since the Boston uh, Marathon bombings. They wanted to do something for the uh, the survivors, the families, all the victims and all of that. And um, that went back to, like, uh, 2013. That We've just been trying to figure something out. And um, I don't know. Somehow the venue opened up. They asked me to do it, and I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is the state of the art with, um, listen, it used to be uh, uh, impossible to, to pull off something like that. State now, of the art. State of the art. <laughs> 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 but the tech is there, and, and, it's, uh, and obviously it's not going to be like a club or a theater, but it's still, you can still pull it off, and you specifically can. You've played a lot of... Huge, uh, huge venues. Who's joining you on that show? Uh, Tony V, uh, legendary Boston comedian, also actor. Recently, he's in some movie that won an Oscar. I can't remember because uh, the big slap thing happened. So I think that's kind of very good. <laughs> was that Coda? Uh, was, huh? Coda I, was the... I don't know what it was. I, I Honestly, I watched sports... And I watch animals attack each other on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, That's basically so... <laughs> my entertainment wheelhouse. You got to be really happy right now with the Celtics in the finals and you know leading the finals right now. I didn't think that they even had a chance to make it to the finals, let alone dominate in these last couple of games. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I realized I lack the emotional maturity <laughs> to watch my team in the finals with my little kids around me. So. <laughs> 
during game two, uh, when I knew what was going to happen was going to happen, which was basically, you know, I think the NBA is, uh, I'm not saying it's fixed, but it's very massaged uh-huh. to try to get it to six to seven games. So they can't have the home court team go down. Oh, two, you know, the deal, you guys have a basketball team. You remember that Allen Iverson story? Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? He criticized the refs, and then like three, four games in a row, anytime he brought it up to court, they called him for carrying and traveling, you know. Uh, right, right, yeah. And he literally, after three, four games, said to one of the refs, he just goes, how long is this going to last? And the guy's like, what? And he goes, you know what I'm talking about. And the guy just smiled, and then it stopped. Uh-huh. They just, they, the level of, like, they, they literally dictate the pace of the game. Drives me up. I, I kind of tapped out of the NBA. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the last time the Celtics played the Lakers in the finals, we went to a game seven, and they called 30-something fouls on the Celtics and, like, Oof. in the teens on the Lakers. And Kobe, rest his soul, one of the greatest ever, had a terrible game, and I watched him take 14 foul shots in the fourth quarter. And in the end, he's like, I don't know how we won that game. It's like, well, no, you do. You're, you're right. I mean. Some call reputation fouls on Rasheed Wallace in a game seven. There wasn't one big, the only big shot hit in that was Meta World Peace hit a three-pointer. Other than that, it was an excruciatingly boring game. I don't it, know what we did, but the refs were like, no, not this year. It does lend itself, and you're right. And and listen, obviously, it's 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 a game of numbers and money and viewership and so on and so forth. And and it does lend itself to being massaged in that way, as you as you put it. So uh, it, it's the only sport where the an official can actually take a star out of the game. Yeah, all you got to do is give him two quick fouls in the first quarter. You won't see until the second. I don't know. I am also a massive conspiracy theorist when it comes to <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. I don't think the moon is made out of cheese. I don't think that there's lizard people or anything <laughs> like that. But I do think that the NBA is is assisted reality. And I, I, that's where I would put it. So Somewhere basket- between real housewives <laughs> and the real world exists the NBA. <laughs> uh, of all the sports, and I'm a season ticket holder for the uh, the Sixers, I think basketball gives me the most anxiety, and it's probably the game that I have a hardest time watching all the way through. A lot of times, like when it's on TV, I, I won't even tune in until the third quarter because I just get too anxious, you know, in quarters one and two. Because no matter how much you're up, mm-hmm. you're up by 28 points and five minutes later, they're on a 27-0 run. Like, this doesn't make any sense. My heart can't handle it. I will tell you this, though. One of my favorite teams of all time, and I always say this when I call you guys in, and we talk about the 96 Bulls. Nobody could beat the 96 Bulls. I would put the 83 Sixers up against them in a second. Hmm. I would take Moses Malone underneath against Luke Longley Yeah. any day of the week. Then you got Dr. J to do three quarters of what, what Jordan's going to do. And then they go, they got Scottie Pippen. So what? You had Andrew Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I had... Um... I, mean, I think that, that, team, that team almost went, as, as Moses predicted, they almost went undefeated through the playoffs, and absolutely destroyed the Lakers in the finals. Fo fo fo. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they, uh, they only lost one game in the playoffs. about the 96 Bulls? Oh, I'm a crabby old man today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you, because uh, um, you're such a fan, have you had a chance? I mean, it just premiered, but uh, uh, Adam Sandler's movie Hustle? No, you know what? I was actually supposed to go to, uh, they had the premiere out here. I was supposed to go to it, and uh, I was near somebody who, you know, 
they literally got COVID, and I've been in a room editing a movie with them. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, oh I well, can't go down there and uh, kill a bunch of producers and agents that were <laughs> here. So right. I stayed. Uh, I stayed home, but I heard it's absolutely uh, incredible, and I'm really excited by the work that he's been doing. You know, uncut gems and all that. Seems yeah. like he's got this whole new area that they're letting him do and it's also great for other comedians who want to do more dramatic stuff to have a, a legendary stand-up like him dude it's good Can to see you you're, you're a good actor as well king of staten island um uh you know you i think uh, have we talked to i some? love the 80 strikes back <laughs> <laughs> what a performance I love, I love how quickly you ran out of references like, uh, now we were going mandalorian mandal i i had the mandalorian in the queue ready Breaking to go Band, be, oh, yeah. yes. we were ready to roll. Girl in a <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my son is is obsessed with Breaking Bad. He's uh he just finished his freshman year of high school, and he's already watched the entire series and El Camino. I think he just finished his fourth go around with it. Wow! He just absolutely he's going to become is, a meth dealer. In, no, but he's in love with every single character. Like he loves Hank. He loves Cuby. Like I, I, he just every single person. He's like, man, that guy's a G. So the fact that I'm talking to you, I'm when I get home from work today, I'm going to be like, yo, dude. I was talking to QB today. <laughs> you know what? I you can tell him this story how I how I found out my character's first name because I never understood it. Like when I, when I got the part, which of course I was thrilled because I watched that show from the first episode. So getting to do a part in the show was like getting sucked into your TV. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it was Kubi, right? And I kept thinking, like, what is Kubi? And I was like, yeah, these are L.A. writers. They know I'm a Celtics fan, so they're almost calling me Kobe. Like, mm. I thought they were messing with me. You know me, conspiracy right. theory. Conspiracy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a TV show. It's massage reality. <laughs> <laughs> spiraling down. And um, on one of the – I already had done my last episode. They already showed it, and I was watching the final few episodes. And Hank goes, yeah, he goes, that, that Irish guy, what, what's this, that redheaded, no, what do you call you, the redheaded guy, he goes, Patrick Kuby. And I was watching alone in my house, and I just yelled at the TV, and I was like, that's my name! <laughs> <laughs> he found out. Some adopted kid finding his real parents or something like that. <laughs> I, I remember calling up my wife going, Hey, my character's name is Patrick Cooper. She had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, <laughs> like I had solved some mystery. That's great. I wanted to uh, compliment you and and uh, say I enjoyed the George Carlin, the Judd Apatow uh, documentary, the the, the two parter on HBO, and you were featured in it. And you had a story that I thought was that was really so cool because I was kind of in that same point in in time and perception of Carlin. Um, he he had sort of become a parody of himself, and and um, if you haven't seen it, Bill, you you talk about you and your friends are going to go see him and kind of more to make fun of him, and then you described the sort of tectonic shift that he took in his material, and you're in the audience, and he comes out guns blazing, and it just blew you away, and it was like like I had that same epiphany when I saw him make that jump. Yeah, I didn't realize he was going through a, a period where he wasn't writing. I never knew that, but my friend was really into stand-up, and he was goes, let's go see him, you know? It'll be funny. He's going to still be going, more stuff. And yeah. we just were laughing all week. Like, we were just going to go there. We, we weren't going to heckle, but we were going to go there and enjoy 
him doing these classic routines that you heard a million times before. And we were both going to make fun of him because both of us wanted to be comedians and were too afraid to do it. So that's what you do. You watch somebody doing it, and then you make fun of them. Right. You go home and cry yourself to sleep. So <laughs> right. That's what we were going to do. And we went down there, and the guy had a brand-new 90 minutes. I saw him at the Cape Cod Melody Tent in the round, and he came out, and it was no BS. He came out, thank you, thank you, how are you, and just launched into this 90 minutes, just absolutely slayed, absolutely slayed. I still remember the standing ovation. I still remember the, the electricity going through the crowd. And, and, and I wish there was like a clip. There should have been a mini documentary of these two wise-ass kids <laughs> thinking that they were going to like laugh at Carlin because he was doing old material. We walked out of there like stunned, like, wow. oh, my God. But I, I, know that, I know that feeling. I, I, there was a point in time, it happened with Spielberg, when Spielberg was like, um, with somebody you look up to, and I'm, boy, did I look up to Carlin and, and, uh, and Spielberg early on, and then he kind of got into some really, it just seemed like lighter-than-air stuff, and then Schindler's List comes out, and I'm like, the master's back. It's like when you have that that sort of turnaround, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how you do it. You reassess yourself. You say, okay, I may not be on the right trajectory here, and I'm going to improve upon it. You did it yourself in your own life, and here we are. Yeah, I don't think I would compare uh, going from E.T. to Schindler's List. With I've done, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Take it. Bill, um... I'm not a, I'm you not, went for making fun of Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> and Ryan Rittenhouse joke. Uh, I mean, the growth that you've done, it's almost like no story is off limits. Um, no, I appreciate Sorry. I think no. the German Irish side of me where I can't take a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to pay you another compliment, uh, but I, uh, there's a question attached to it as well, because I'm not a big podcast guy. We, we, what we do for a living, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts outside of uh, doing our show, but I really enjoyed the dynamic that you had with Burt Kreischer. I thought that that setup was terrific. You guys complimented each other really well, and then it kind of just disappeared. Is that gone forever? Is it Might it come back at some point? Yeah, that was one of those things where I had all of this time during the pandemic, you know, I mean, I literally went from no time at all. <laughs> so I just started doing podcasts with, you know, friends of mine that I miss. And then once things got going again, you know, Bert's doing movies and touring and I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's just like, it, it just became like this thing where it was, it was just, it's just, I only have so much time in my day and I have two younger kids. And uh, right. you know what's funny about being an older dad is all the uh, the dads that are your age that didn't do a good job, you know, and they they, they come up to you with that look in their face like they had a go, you know, just like they saw a ghost. Like, man, just make sure you spend time with them. Yeah, it goes by so. Like, all right, man. All right, cool. No, I'm telling you, you don't understand. Yeah. It's like, look, I don't know what store your kid just robbed. I'm sorry that you, you were on some business trip selling widgets. But I definitely, I definitely do uh, take it in, and it was one of those things like something had to give, and unfortunately, it yeah. was that. I'm not closing the door. You know, who knows? Maybe another virus will come along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you got to You got to be optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bill, yeah, you're, you're a glass half full guy. So. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> 
I'm a kill half the population kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. But if it, be, it gives us a good podcast, it's a trade-off. Uh, yeah, and, and I actually, um, by the way, on the show Crashing, I, I enjoyed that show a lot, and I thought your story arc was my favorite story arc of the entire series. But uh, I was on Netflix, I, it had to have been two nights ago, and I didn't realize that you had a new special that yeah. came out. It's called Bill Burr Presents Friends Who Kill. And I, I need to thank you for introducing me to Stephanie Tolev. Holy crap. Uh, you, you oh, know, my God. Wait. Can I tell you something? Yes. She's got an open phone when I'm in Toronto. She is an absolute beast. And, and she's so silly, too. That when I brought her out, like that was like, a, I think, like one of her first, like, big Netflix things that she's done. And when I brought her out, she was, like, doing this silly run. Yeah. She went by me and she just looks at me. She's like, why am I running? <laughs> I was totally loose. And I just made her thinking, like, she's going to kill. Yeah, I, I am. Um, I, I, yeah. Like, yes. I'm, a, I'm a, still a huge fan of stand up. But when somebody like that comes along who you see who just doesn't give a you know what in the right way, yeah. not in an arrogant way, in right. a free way, like, yeah. she's so free on stage and so silly and so fun. Um, it actually makes you, like, become a better comedian or remind you like oh yeah stand-up is supposed to be fun it's not supposed to be a brag yeah. so so how long has she been at it because I, I got the impression she's been around for a long time but but because she's just very comfortable um i don't know she you know it's funny i thought she was like from long island or something because the first thing that i saw her do she was promoting her uh shows in new york which i highly recommend if you can find that promo video on her instagram uh, she it's Steph uh, Tollif. She goes by S T E P H on on um, uh, Instagram, and she kind of was making fun of the whole uh, you know New York thing. Hey, I'm walking over. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it starts off with that, and she just takes it to this ridiculous level um, to promote her. And I saw it. I was like crying, laughing. <laughs> I sent it to like all my comedian friends. They were all dying <laughs> laughing and. And that was, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, all right, here's another one. Here comes another. Uh, oh, that's cool. Beast, yeah. I like, too, that she looks like she could be in the Ramones, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, rock star. I mean, yeah. that's a complimentary way. She sure. Like, she's right out of CBGBs and doesn't give a, you know, yeah. yeah. Yep. What yeah. what girl doesn't like to hear that she looks like Joey Ramone? <laughs> I didn't say that. I said she looks like she's in the Ramone. Okay. <laughs> so, Bill, where um, nice here, people. <laughs> you're um, you're going to be here. You're playing Wells Fargo Center on September 16th. Uh, I would imagine. Are, are we going to be able to see this uh, on Netflix at some point, somewhere? Uh, no, I just taped a uh, that, that thing that you did the. Uh, Bill Burr presents Friends Who Kills. Oh, I just do like seven, eight minutes up front. Right. And uh, then I'm just bringing people up. It's kind of like an old school stand-up show. Joe Bartnick's on it, uh, Pittsburgh guy, Dean Del Rey, a bu bunch of people. Uh, Jeff Ross, David Tell, Bumpin' Mike's. It's a really great show. And uh, But I actually have uh, a new special that I, I, I shot at Red Rocks that should be coming oh, out. Wow. Um, actually, I know when it's coming out, but Netflix has this thing like, you do not announce the date <laughs> until we announce the date. All right. All right. It's top secret. God, man, top dude. secret. So that's going to be coming out soon. So, um, you know, this is me. You know, I've, I've written like a new wow. 
Wow. I did. I just said, this is me, like I just wrote my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. Naked. Exposed. <laughs> I've learned from my mistakes, and I've learned to love my body. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new, uh, you know, I've written like a new, like, hour and, you know, 15 or whatever, which will be an hour and 30 by the time I get to... Uh, to Philly, yeah. and uh, Philly's always been like a huge, just you know, sports town that I always wanted to go to, and uh, you know, doing the Laugh House with Mona, Rest Her Soul, and all of them back in the day was just a really. I've always been Mitchell and Ness, everything down there, man. Yeah, no, it's I, cool. I always like coming down to that place, and uh, you know, I my, my one of my actually one of my biggest sports fan regrets in the world was never going to a game at the spectrum. Ah, um, yeah. Yep. I remember for years, is it still, I mean, for years they still had concerts there and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it came down in 2009 the building doesn't even exist anymore, which is a real shame because they had concerts oh there and God. minor league events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah missed, missed out. That's You're going to be right place. across the parking lot yeah. from where it was though at the Wells Fargo center. So um, this is how much I like that Sixers team, even though we had such a rivalry. I actually went. I bought an old pair of. Uh, well, they they re-released them. Remember that the the, the, uh, the Dr. J Converse All Stars, ah. the white leather with the red. Yeah. yeah, I got a pair of those, man. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for the right show. Oh, I gotta wear those in. Show. You gotta wear yeah. them at the gig, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. You should invite Dr. J. That'll be. Uh, that's my little. That'll be my little nod. <laughs> the. Uh, the uh, eighty-three Sixers. Oh, that look over got big. The low tops, though. I should have got the low tops because it. Andrew Tony, which is one of the great sports nicknames of all time, which you could never use nowadays. Uh, the Boston Strangler. That totally flies in 83. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Boston Strangler. Uh, I love John that. John Wayne Gacy of basketball. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that on the local sports Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, he eats them alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the best. All right. Well, listen, Bill, it, we will be there. Wells Fargo Center. It's a Friday night. Thank God. That's great for us early morning risers. Doesn't get um, better. And uh, we've been given the honor of uh, being the presenting yeah. entity. It's the Preston oh, and Steve show presenting. All right. So we're stoked about it, man. Say hi. You're already going to be back there. Yeah. 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 Excellent. All right, Bill. Thanks for the call. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, we love you. Philly loves you. And we can't wait for you to be here in September. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, yeah. take care, bud. Bill Burr. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cannoli. He's yeah. great. What a great guy. So funny, so cool, uh, and just just exploding, just huge, and has been I, for I, a while. And, and, but, you know, he did have that. Uh, I was reading an interview with him, and he did have that sort of same thing where he's like, uh, you know who ins- who got him to turn the corner? It was he watched Chris Rock coming up, hmm. and he said Chris Rock had started, and he was Chris Rock was kind of like a knockoff and then Chris Eddie Rock Murphy. said, okay, I got to yeah. do something here. Yeah. And when Bill saw, saw that, he said, I've got to, I can do this. Yeah. It, this is just how you have to do it and you yeah. have to commit to it. And you're going to, you're going to get dinged up a lot, but it'll be worth it in the end. And, and that was kind of what Carlin did as well. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. You can go to WMMR.com, by the way, including another chance to win tickets for MMR VIPs on our contest page. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second. We still got a lot of stuff to get to. I think we got another guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jen Frederick is going to be joining us. Casey is getting his own drink on Delco Day. How about that? An alcoholic drink, but uh, that'll be through uh, Marple Public House. We're going to go live on Fox 29 to do that. We'll be back in a moment. Amp up your summer with MMR and your chance at a little road trip 
Metallica. MMR VIPs hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14th. Passes for an exclusive black and whiskey. Whiskey tasting. What? For an exclusive pre show black and whiskey tasting at the venue, hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich, plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, we'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration, including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com and Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster from 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Did you want to? Um, what? What? Uh, sorry, the, the outro was one eight hundred gambler. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 so many times. Same. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was even paying attention because Casey stood up and he looked like he was all prepared to say something. Well, no, no, no. I'm standing up because uh, Nick Murphy prefers that uh, I stand up when we do our next segment. Okay, it's a be box twenty nine. I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, all yeah. right. So, real quick, I want to congratulate from our sales department departments, not departments. <laughs> uh, and I will forever know her as Lauren Henwood because yes. I, I was introduced to her as uh, she was she introduced now? to me as Lauren Henwood. She's uh, Lauren uh, Wakis. Oh, I didn't even know that. And uh, she and her hubby Robbie are going to have a baby. Yay! 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 All right. She's pregnant, and uh, they got one on the way. So we wanted to say congratulations and uh, we wish, <laughs> wish you the well. Lauren has got the most infectious smile yeah, yeah. in the world. <laughs> Like she, when she smiles, it's like you can't help but smile right back. I remember the first time they brought her in her and walked her around, and she was she had that smile, and it's like yeah. I, she seems excited to work she here. Seems really she seems nice. really, she yeah. seems like yeah. a nice person. So they got the baby on the way. I thought that was really nice. So good to hear that. Um, so yes, in a moment, and we have um, I don't know, we got three or so minutes to play with. Uh, we're going to do a rare Friday. TV appearance on Fox 29. It's amazing. Today is June 10th, 610 Delco Day because of the prefix and the phones, uh, phone number. I, I'm so stupid. I, I didn't realize that. Delco. So we have uh, Marple Public House uh, who are going to name a drink after Casey Boy. I, I, this is uh, this is perfect. And as Casey said earlier this morning, he's going to relapse back in alcoholism uh, just in honor Listen, of Delco. In honor of Delco, I'm yeah. going to start drinking again. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's going to be a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah. And we are going to have... The the three choices that they've come up with, the concoctions, Casey's going to sample them. We'll have them here in the studio. We're going to go live to Jen Frederick, who is at Marple House, uh, Marple Public House, live on the TV. So, so they're going to be, we are going to be on television. She is going to be talking to us on the phone uh, or through a, um, I, don't know, I don't know how we're doing this, through one of our lines maybe. And then uh, Casey's going to sample and pick which one he likes, and then they're going to name it after. So not all alcoholic drinks are the, all the rage now. The, the, the no, mocktails, the versions, yeah. all this stuff, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, this is great news. This will give me an option. So yeah. I'm very excited for this, and you deserve this honor. Yeah, well, I don't know if I deserve anything, mm-hmm. but I'm getting it. And, and so this place, the Marple uh, Public House, it, so my, uh, my town, Broomall, uh, was dry for the longest time. Right. And the only liquor license that was in the entire town was uh, Paxson Hella Country Club. It was like grandfathered in. And so they had just released, I, I don't know how this, I, I don't know how it works. 
Uh, but I, I think it was like four liquor licenses for the entire town. And so Marple Public House is a brand new establishment. Uh, it's like basically on the corners of like three three twenty and, and Westchester Pike. But uh, they got one of the um, one of the liquor licenses. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. Uh, do I just keep this turned up and we wait till we hear something? Yeah, it or... might be like that. So about we have one minute. One We're gonna find out. One seconds. Marissa is going to give us a signal. All right, that gives me just a second to mention this. Can I do that? Perfect. Our daily rush video is up, and it's Keenan's twenty twenty two. Oh my God! Uh, but it's uh, it's just the uh, the louder than Nick. Oh no, this is everything. Okay, uh, it's a recap. Okay, louder than Nick. Uh, the Surrey Nut Surrey 500, the balloon race, pegging with eggs, and more. Uh, I've only watched the louder than Nick part, and that's why I actually got mad for a moment uh, during the broadcast. Oh, right. Remember, I dropped yeah. the microphone yeah. and walked yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, you were cracking up, by the way. <laughs> it, was, it was funny for the rest of us. Quit. You didn't have to enjoy it. <laughs> we did. Oh, I know. Steve started chanting USA. <laughs> yeah. and then you. I just went, I just yelled E. I don't know. I, you just felt like saying the letter E. Yeah, I just loved e. yelling E. We got the room quiet and Nick in a reflexive move that yeah. any one of us might do. You guys good to go? And, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> totally screwed it up. All right. It's available now. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. We should be hearing these guys any moment now. Did you hear Jen Freddie has a drink named Here after her? Is it sour or sweet? It's it's uh, it's sour and sweet, sort of like me, the the Delco Queen. Queen baby, yeah. that's it. Do you sell a lot of them? We sell Delco Queen out every night. Okay. They come looking for it. Okay, it's sort of like a Paloma, right? <laughs> it is a Paloma, but you know, named after you. Thank Man, you. Come now, on, Jen. here's the deal. When I was talking to Casey from the Preston and Steve show, he was a little ticked off that he doesn't have his own drink because he considers himself. The mayor, the unofficial mayor of Delco. Casey, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Casey, you you are misrepresenting up, me. I was not ticked. I was not a little ticked off. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, thanks. All right, so come on over here. Come with me. We're going to come over here and we're going to try a drink. Come on over here. Oh, wait. I don't know if they can hear you, Casey. What's going on? How are you going to do the Delco tour and forget Havertown? Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Martinez is here representing Havertown. Jen, you've been all over Delco and you've neglected to go to the capital of Delco. Havertown? All right, we'll uh, deal with you in a minute. Steve Sit Keeley tight. would never do this. Right, Steve whatever. Keeley would never Steve do this Keeley to us. Like <laughs> drunk. Now listen, I think we're going to try some drinks it's for uh, Casey. It's you can try and help. We'll try what he tries. Okay? okay, let's go. Come on over here, guys. All right, hi, everyone. So do they have us? Oh, wait, okay. All right. We do have you, Casey. Oh, All right, okay. we have the three drinks. Do you have your... Three drinks, Casey. I do have my three drinks. As a matter of fact, I do. We just put them down. Um, I don't know if you're drinking the same drinks that uh, I'm drinking, so I want to make sure. Are we drinking the same drinks at the same time? We are. We're gonna okay. try. We're gonna try the three drinks. Um, John is here, and you're gonna tell us what he's trying. So the yeah. first one looks a little. What is that? This is our uh, marble tea. Marble tea. Okay. So try the marble tea first, okay, Casey? All right. So that looks like uh, Delco tea. number three for yep. me. Yep. Okay. So, so the marble tea it looks like there's like a little Delco maybe a little number three for him. Mint leave in there. Yeah, a little mint. Yep. Try it, Casey. Take yep. a big swig of this yep. and let's see what he thinks. Hmm. Okay. I like you. Uh, He's doing this first. Okay. I, I wish. Like I wish I could actually describe to you, Preston, the flavors of these things. You're the one who can go. Oh, this is, has a, a hint of hibiscus. And Wait, uh, are you tasting anything familiar in there? Um, I thought maybe I tasted a little peach or something. Okay. In there, but, all right. Hmm. That's good enough. Um. All right. Okay. Now the next one looks orange, Casey, and they call it the 
40-year-old virgin. And okay. They call it the 40-year-old virgin because, as everyone knows, Casey has been sober for 10 years, so none of these have alcohol in them. Right. So this one is the it's the one that looks like orange juice, and again, it's called the... 40-year-old virgin. 40-year-old virgin. So, All Casey, right. let's try that one together. All right, we're going to yep. try the 40-year-old okay, virgin. Go ahead, take a sip. He's uh, taking a nice big drag off of this. Let's see what oh we Oh, my God. I think he likes that okay. one. Oh, wow. Yeah? I don't know what's in this. Press key. Oh, God. Card. You want me Tell to see All right, hang on. I just had coffee. Hang on. <laughs> Should be great. All right. I feel like that's orange. Orange, passion fruit, um, probably. Maybe, or there's some grapefruit in there, too, it okay. tastes like. Is there? T- yeah. What's the third one? What's I'm still the on the tropical second one. Dream. Tropical Dream is number three. Well, you come on. This is TV. We don't have 85 minutes. Like oh, all, right, all, right, all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. So number three. So far, number two is my favorite. Mm. Oh, that's the best name. All right. Kay's taking a big sip of that one. Oh, look on your face says yes. Yeah, that's like a home run look, Case. Is that pineapple? That's that's like pineapple. Right, Case? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one is it? The tea, the virgin, or the last one? I'm, I'm going to go, I, I, I'm going with the second one. I'm going with uh, the, the, uh, All the, right, the, the orange one. the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, the 40-year-old yeah. virgen. That is definitely the one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's called, the, what's the drink going to be 40-year-old virgin. What are we going to call it? The Casey drink? Yeah, the, the Casey boy. We call the Casey boy. Nice. All right. Yeah. yeah. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Okay, you have bye bye. We, we heard he loves cheesesteaks with no rolls, so we put a lettuce wrap together. For yeah, you. that's how I eat my cheesesteaks, you guys. Three years ago when I got here, I got tried. All right, they're not right, they're done with us. All right, so that's it. So, Casey, yes, that has, I said, uh, uh, I had said uh, orange juice and passion fruit. It has orange juice, passion fruit, mango puree, mm. and some fresh lemon juice. Dude, you call Yummy. it the passion fruit. Yeah, I could taste that. I have no idea what passion fruit tastes like. Do you, Kathy? You're, you're the fruit person. Taste I don't yeah, no, I feel like passion fruit is. A, oh no, that that's the sweet. What the dragon fruit sort of is tasteless. I think right, but passion fruit is very sweet. sweet. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like it makes orange juice. Look it ends like up water in a lot of these um, uh, cocktail concoctions. Yeah, tropical. Yeah. Yeah. They, have a, yeah. they have a passion fruit margarita at Redstone. Yes, yeah, so good. And I, and I thought it had a hint of mango in there, but I didn't say it out loud. But I, I think I called that too. But I didn't pick up on the lemon juice. That's re- that's a really good drink. So mango puree, fresh orange juice, passion fruit. Fresh lemon juice. Uh, the other one's a marble tea, Casey. Let's see. You said you thought you tasted a little peach in there. Yeah. It's not. It was a simple syrup, mint oolong tea, which I'm not oolong. familiar with, some passion fruit, and lemonade. Okay. Wow. Maybe you're picking up on the lemonade. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, tropical dream. And then uh, that's the only one that I actually like pinpoint. I'm like, oh yes, I taste pineapple juice. Tropical tropical dream had pineapple juice, passion fruit, lemon, lime, and sprite in yeah. it. So those are all good, excellent yeah. concoctions. All so, right, Steve. I know you were asking. We um we have uh, they're mixing some up for you. Oh, right if now. I could try, I'd love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so these will be at uh, that will be the new Casey Boy drink is at Marple Public House, and you can stop by there and uh, pick it up. And I think that was. Uh, the really over-the-top Delco accent we heard, that was um, um, Aunt Mary Pat. Oh, was that uh, Aunt Mary Pat? I, I think that was <laughs> okay. her because I saw on camera in the background that oh, had to okay. have been her talking. Yeah. I want to suggest this as a neutral party with no affiliation. <laughs> Does Delco get any points for this? Ooh, Yes. Okay. Really? Absolutely, yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Hell yes. Absolutely. Why? A drink named after Casey. Oh, a drink. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Delco. Has been awarded five points. Yes. Wow. Yes. Let me change yeah. the scoreboard now. Hang on a second here. And by the way, I want to get a big board 
uh, to put this all on with uh, that's accompanied by the proper accoutrement to make it look uh, regal as such. And uh, we have uh, for total points so far this year, Delaware County, 90 points. Bucks County, 70 points. So oh. it's still pretty close. It's it barely is. neck and neck. I mean, something. here's the deal. Oh, we got a ton of points when that helicopter crashed. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't for that, I think we'd be losing by 40 Kathy, points. one unsolicited sex act could turn this around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pro tip. Thank you. Pro tip. Thank you very I'm much. I'm tempted yeah. to give five points to Bucks County for Cornhub. Um, uh, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Oh, All right, so it's, it's uh, yeah, uh, give me the, uh, can I have the Bucks go? Uh, yes, yeah. I need to be more vigilant on my points. So this one, by the way, well, five points for Bucks County. So Delco, 90, Bucks Co, 75 at this point. So there you go. Steve, yes? Well, points, are, they, they, these drinks are excellent. Yeah. yeah. I love the Casey Boy. Yeah, they're wonderful. So have you had any, you guys? Have you tried one? No, I did, yeah. Yet. Yeah, it was wonderful. So uh, we'll pass those around. Um, and I know that, um, we actually have to kind of keep this segment a little bit short. Yeah, we actually got a break right now. Uh, but real quick, I want to mention that, uh, Tacos and Tailpipes is taking place this Sunday. Uh, they're dishing up, uh, tacos and more this Sunday at the Tacos and Tailpipes car meetup and block party. And that is, uh, Taqueria, 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 uh, Aguila. And uh, also Clear Rum, spelled K-L-Y-R. Uh, they're going to be there uh, sampling cocktails with an appearance from Sarah Parker from noon to 2. And it's a great party for a great cause. And you're invited Sunday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. at uh, Maynard's Premium Detailing in Warminster. So yeah. there you go. And also, uh, by the way, thank you to Devin, who is uh, from Marple Public yay! House. She's the, their best bartender, I was told. Well, and uh, so she came all the way did out Did you here. put these together? They're awesome. Yeah, she did. Yeah, fantastic. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second to B-Files coming up. I know we're late with it. Don't worry. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. Of blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Events Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice, not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Uh, a lot of cool events coming up uh, this Sunday. We mentioned the uh, Tacos and Tails Pipe event that's going to be in Warminster uh, throughout the morning. But also uh, my uh, event, which is the Philadelphia Take Steps uh, walk is taking place, and it is for the uh, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And it's rain or shine event. I mean, it's, uh, we can be in the concourse of the link. Yeah, you're protected. You'll be yeah. fine, though. Yeah, so uh, we're hoping that you'll be a part of this. we got a nice team uh, built now, and uh, my team is called the Shirt Breakers. And if you'd like to be a member of the Shirt Breakers and get the, your official Shirt Breaker T-shirt, uh, join up and uh, sign up now at WMMR.com and make a donation. We'll get you the... Uh, the shirt, and you can walk with us and all the crew that's going to be there, and uh, the Eagles cheerleaders, and there's loads of live music, and there's 
Uh, you can get to walk the field. There's food trucks. There's all kinds of things that they have going. They make a big, big deal out of this. Is this the first time ever at the Link? Yes. It's it's really it used cool. to be at Citizens Bank. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're doing this at the Link this year. I'm looking forward to it. And they're uh, giving me an award this year. I am the uh, Media Honored Hero because uh, I've been hosting the event for a number of years now. So uh, if you want to sign up for the Team Preston WMMR Shark Breakers, I would appreciate it. And like I said, uh, proceeds benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation for research, education, and patient support services for those suffering from inflammatory bowel diseases. So do it if you can. Uh, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get paid for your old computers, monitors, printers, more at Armor Metals and Recycling. Armor Metals is your e-cycling headquarters. And Armor Metals is your most trusted recycling partner. Visit ArmorMR.com for more. Boy, it's been tough on the mountains lately. A 19-year-old Montana man died at Glacier National Park on Tuesday in a suspected climbing accident. The body of Winslow Nichols was spotted by a helicopter and recovered after a friend reported that he'd lost contact with his climbing partner. The two men had planned to hike and climb Mount Brown, which is about 8,500 feet in elevation. The circumstances of Nichols' death are under investigation. Rangers suspect he fell while climbing and no foul play suspected. Now, he died one day after a climbing guide died after all uh, after a fall on Mount Shasta in North California, and several other climbers were injured. Mm. The guide, Julian Elizabeth Webster of Oregon, was tethered to two climbers when one of them lost their footing and all three fell. Uh, the two other climbers, a man and a woman, had leg fractures and other injuries. And then two other climbers were injured in separate incidents on Monday at Mount Shasta, and a sixth person fell on Tuesday. That's heavy so, duty. Yeah. yeah. Nick, when they tether everybody together, mm-hmm. I always thought of that as kind of... Protection. Like, uh, that or... Other people are going down with me. Yes. You know what I mean? So I uh, I tried to summit Mount Rainier a few years ago. I wasn't able to make it to the summit. I had to turn around and go back. And that was at about eleven or 12,000 feet. On the way back down, I got tethered into other climbers. And so we were tethered together with, with a guide. I fell at one point going back down. I slipped and fell. The, the tethering to the other people kept me safe. But I was terrified that I was going to pull them off the mountain. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, it is a safety precaution, but it also can be an anchor to somebody falling. Wow. All right, uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, A Washington man was charged with insurance fraud after he was accused of adding a car to his insurance company right after he got into an accident. Uh. So the man was charged with false claims or proof of attempted theft. Uh, And the agency said he was involved in a two-vehicle crash and that his car was not insured at the time. Yeah, I'd like to insure a car that I just had an accident in. Yeah, so he added his 2004 Nissan to an existing policy without telling his insurance company that he had just been in an accident. They call that insurance fraud. They do. The other driver filed a claim against his policy the next day, and the insurance company, Progressive, found that the sheriff's office had responded to the crash 26 minutes before the man had added his card to the policy, Flo actually punched him in the nuts. Uh, Progressive <laughs> denied the man claim the man's claim for thirty seven hundred dollars. Reported the incident to the state uh, insurance commissioner's criminal investigation unit. Uh, let's see. The a Tampa woman is facing a murder charge after a person that she tried to lure into a robbery through a dating app shot and killed her brother in self defense. Oh man! So th- she's luring this other guy in to rob along with her brother. The other guy shoots the brother, and now she's being charged with murder because she was a part of this setup. Yeah, of course. So uh, Tatiana Gaston was arrested and charged with second-degree murder in connection with the shooting. 
Uh, Gaston was released after her arrest. Uh, police, or she posted bail. Uh, police say Gaston uh, matched with a person on the dating app BLK posing as a 22-year-old woman named Jada. She asked a person who's not named in court records to meet her at her apartments where her brother, Jerome Kennard, was waiting nearby to rob the person. When the masked Kennard threatened the person with a knife, that guy shot Kennard with a gun and that was concealed in his waistband. Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kennard was taken to the hospital where he died of a gunshot wound to his head and chest. Uh, Gaston later told police that she thought that her brother was going outside to sell someone an iPhone 13. She said she went outside the apartment complex to check on him and saw a male she didn't know walking away from a gray Nissan. Uh, she couldn't find her brother and heard five gunshots. She identified the male as the boy who killed her brother. The police contradicted her story with text messages they say they found showing that she had asked her brother to come outside quickly before the person arrived. And nearby motion sensor cameras captured the robbery and placed Kennard and Gaston at the scene. Yeah. Uh, so even though she didn't pull the trigger, Gaston is still charged in her brother's death because of a Florida statute that says when a person is killed in a felony or in an attempted felony such as robbery, anyone involved in the crime can be charged with murder. Uh, let's see. Next, Eric Wada, a former Cincinnati police officer, was fired back in April uh, for what he considered to be an in, or what was considered to be an inappropriate tattoo. So he's a police officer, and he got uh, across his knuckles pure evil tattooed. Oh, <laughs> so he had pure on his right hand and evil on his left. Uh, the police department uh, policy prohibits tattoos on the face, neck, head, and hands. So not only did he have him where he wasn't supposed to, it said pure evil. Could you get a fish on your penis? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. I think yeah. Lou, who's Lou's dad was a cop. Yeah. No. Uh, so having pure evil spelled out across your fist is probably not a good idea. Uh, he got the ink back in December and was reassigned to work at the impound lot to limit his public exposure. And then he was fired four months later. Uh, when confronted with his tats in a hearing, Wade chose not to get the tattoos removed because it would cost too much. I just want to throw this out there. I don't think anyone in Lou's family is associated with law enforcement. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think you are correct. All right, and then uh, finally, let's end, let's end with a good one, okay? Uh, it's a positive story. A large group of bystanders and Myrtle Beach police officers quickly responded after a car crash into the back of a motorcycle, knocking a passenger to the ground and trapping the driver under the front of the car. Mm. And video from the uh, a traffic camera shows the car Running into the back of the motorcycle, a crowd of bystanders quickly gathered. They rushed in to help the, tra- the trapped driver. Within seconds, a group of officers arrived and joined the effort, and they actually lifted the car it's off amazing. the person. Yeah. Pivot! Yep. <laughs> yeah, Ross was standing there just giving commands. Uh, according to police, the man and woman on the motorcycle were both taken to the hospitals and uh, treated for non-life-threatening injuries. That's good. Police said the crash should serve as a reminder for motors to leave extra space between you and other vehicles and please drive safely. So uh, they actually lifted that car off. It's of amazing. People. Yeah, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll test your knowledge of our program with a lesson question. We also have some trash and music news to share with you, so stay there. We'll be back momentarily. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ah, 
We're right there. We're right there. Friday, Barndorm. Cough button. He was just in here. He was. Yeah. Rode his motorcycle in today. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's a in his hair. He's a man on the road. Bill's a motorcycle dude. <laughs> he he's got. He's got. Uh, he's got a big love of the bikes. Yep. Bar- Slap of the bass. Door. Loving the bikes. Loving the bikes. Slap of the bass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. We are going to see if you've been paying attention today. We're going to ask a lesson question. And the prize is $50 Rita's gift card. The question that I have for you this morning is, what is Harry Curtin's middle name? <laughs> yeah. It's a fact. 215-263-WMMR. I think his real name is Curtin. Uh, but we, I, I looked like Curtin to me. So what is Harry Curtin's middle name? Uh, if you know that, you need to call now. 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling, you'll do the, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what's up today, Steve? Well, Travis Scott is headlining his first major U.S. festival since the World tragedy. Scott's significant other, Kylie Jenner, posted that she's very proud of Scott and knows he will crush it. Oh, man. Hey! Britney Spears was married to Sam Ashgar yesterday in Los Angeles. Brittany was disappointed that some of the guests she invited didn't show up, like the Teletubbies and Mr. Clean. <laughs> oh my God. And finally, the USA Network is waiting for Todd and Julie Christie to be sentenced for their tax evasion conviction before they decide to do uh, what they decide to do about the 10th season of their show, Chrisley Knows Best. Producers admit that no matter what happens, it'll be important to admit that Chrisley is actually rather vague on what is best. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we're looking for the answer to... To this question, what is Harry Curtin's middle name? And we will go to Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Yes, that uh, would be Meat. That would yeah. be Meat, and you are correct, sir. Hang on just a second, buddy. We are going to give you a $50 Rita's gift card, and you can get Rita's and grab a five-layer gelati back for a limited time only. The Rita's five-layer gelati is more ice, more custard, and more yum. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. And it is brought to you by... Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Somebody was giving me a hard time. I'd see their text and said, I just found out it's road trip to Brooklyn, not no sleep to Brooklyn. No, it is no sleep to Brooklyn. I was just saying they're taking a road trip to Brooklyn. <laughs> In the in the song, uh, that's what I always thought it was. Anyway, that uh, they're in the car, no sleep. Yeah, we're not going to sleep Brooklyn. until we yeah. get there. There you go. We're on right, road anyhow, just wanted to straighten it out for that mystery person. Sorry to be distracted. <laughs> Brought to you by the New Jersey Transit Police Department, reminding you that we all need to work together to keep our transit system safe. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Report suspicious activity to one eight 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 Tips NJT. Or you can text your next report to NJTPD. Ozzy Osbourne's going under what is being described as life-changing surgery on Monday. Sharon Osbourne, during an appearance on Wednesday's episode of her UK chat show, The Talk, uh, revealed that she's flying back to California to be by Ozzy's side. She said he's got a very major operation on money, and I have to be there. It's really going to determine the rest of his life. Uh, so the next thing is, my son is going to have a daughter in about three weeks. And it's also our 40th wedding anniversary. She couldn't specify what the surgery was? No, she didn't, actually. Is so, he becoming Osrina? Well, last month... No, I died. <laughs> I hope so. Is my prissy girl? Uh, last I'm month... I'm very prissy. Uh, 73-year-old Ozzy... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on the rag. <laughs> revealed 
He would soon be undergoing yet another neck surgery for the quad bike injury that he had there in 2003. There you go. Yes. Osborne explained, I'm just waiting on uh, some more surgery on my neck, and I can't walk properly these days. I have physical therapy every morning. I am somewhat better, but nowhere near as much as I want to be back uh, want to be to go back on the road. Do you know it would be excellent if they took the opportunity to install cybernetic appendages and made him the $6 million Aussie? Oh, that'd be great. Running at 70 miles an hour? Uh, there's no definitive word as to whether the next surgery is the specific reason he'll be going under the knife next week. We assume. <laughs> they did an adjustment, by the way, for dollars, and I think now to get the effects of you're, you're in the billions. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. Separate release. We have to. <laughs> That's her financial officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, uh... <laughs> all right, all right. We won't do it. Separate release on July 15th. Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp's first joint album titled 18. The pair, who are currently on the road in Europe, have mixed new originals with covers by the likes of John Lennon, the Beach Boys, Dennis Wilson, Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, the Velvet Underground, Killing Joke, and Everly Brothers. When and you more. record, I mean, this is it's gone to the next level. Yes. And this is Jeff Beck, too. We're talking about arguably one of of the greatest guitarists of all time. Uh, For the last 12 years, Depp has recorded and toured with the Hollywood Vampires. This is a press release from the album. Okay. And a band he started with Alice Cooper and Joe Perry. The supergroup has released two studio albums that include guest appearances from some of Rock's biggest names. Uh, Beck, who played guitar on Welcome to the Bushwhackers, a song on Rise, Rise the Vampires, a second album, uh, which came out in 2019. And uh, soon after, Depp asked Jeff Beck to play lead on a tune that he had written, the album's first single. Uh, this is a song for Miss Heavy Lamar, an homage to the actress. Beck says that he was the catalyst for the collaboration and is one of his, uh, one of his favorite songs on the new album. He said, I was blown away by it. That song is one of the reasons that I asked him to make an album with me. And I haven't had another creative partner like him for ages. This is Jeff, Jeff Beck. Beck. He says he was a major force on this record. I just hope people will take him seriously as a musician because it's a hard thing for some people to accept that Johnny Depp can sing rock and roll. Of Beck, Johnny Depp said, it's an extraordinary honor to play and write music with Jeff, one of the true greats, and someone I am now privileged enough to call my brother. This is wild because uh, Paul McCartney's currently working on an album with Peter DeLuise. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Mm. Another alum from 21 Jump Street. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's dead. Is Peter DeLuise dead? The son of Dom DeLuise? Maybe it was Richard Greco you were thinking of. Wasn't yeah, he on 21 Jump yeah, Street, too? Yeah, and Booker. Yeah. Nope, I'm wrong. He's, like, he's, he's Oh, thank God. We, we almost <laughs> lost a great one today. <laughs> Near crisis averted this morning on the President Steve Show. They revealed that Peter DeLuise, star of 21 Jump Street, is currently alive. The news came as welcome relief to Peter DeLuise himself. <laughs> Who's currently looking for a purple dildo on the side of the road in Fort Washington. More on that as it develops. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the last story I have for you. Red Hot Chili Peppers have released the new track, Never Flip. Never! No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. Nerve Flip. It's <laughs> great. Did I just, what did I just see you do? You just flipped, didn't you? Never do that! It's Nerve Flip. As the exclusive uh, Japanese bonus track from the new Unlimited Love album. Last month, Unlimited Love debuted at number one, uh, marking the band's first chart topper since Okay, you can flip now. 2006's <laughs> Wait, I thought Stadium you said never. Arcadium. It's n- no, it's Nerve Flip. Oh. Nerve Flip. All right, that's it. That's what mm-hmm. I got. Music news for you. That's all you need. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, I just want to mention that, uh, I've, you know, we know that uh, today is Delco Day, but tomorrow our friends from Delco Live, is they're hosting this, it's a 12-hour extravaganza uh, in honor of Delco Day because so, they wanted to do like a whole day sure. thing. So yeah. uh, from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. tomorrow, they have a 12-hour party inside and outside Marty McGee's, which is uh, uh, 1110 Lincoln Avenue, Prospect Park. Um, if you don't know where it is, just look it up. Marty Muggies, M-A-G-E-E. Uh, and they have a ton of live music that's uh, that's going to be going on all day. And, and all the proceeds um, uh, are going to go to the Headstrong Foundation. Uh, so if you are looking to let loose tomorrow and you want to celebrate Delco Day, maybe a day late, go to Marty McGee's and hang out with the crew with Delco Live. And by the way, I said it was 11. No, it's Delco Day number, number 7. Oh, okay. Right. Um, real quick, I, I need to do a shout out. Listen, I've gotten backed up on the shout outs and I've, I've missed a few. I'll try to make good on them next week. But this one I want to do because it's a sorority sister. Uh, she says, hey, I'm taking a chance of this. I want to see if I can get a shout out. Preferably a short and sweet one. I don't deserve Tom Jones. All right. Uh, for my 40th birthday. And she had sent this on June 6th and wanted it the next day on the 7th. So I missed it by several. Uh, but she says, uh, I moved to uh, Buxco 15 years ago and instantly became a fan of the show. And your events became the center of my social life. The highlight was when I was able to come into the studio to bring you the Zeta Eta Pi paddles that I oh, made. Oh, they're awesome. I we still use them, them. And we still use them. And she said, so thank you, Crumbums, and keep doing what you do. That is from Stephanie and Souderton. So Stephanie, she wants a little short one. You got a squeaker? Uh, I mean, I a squeaker Just a little itty-bitty one there for her. So in her honor. Honor of her 40th birthday. So. There we go. Happy birthday, Love Stephanie. It. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, wrapping it up and give it away, our Word of the Week prize. So stay where you are. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 1047 on this Friday morning. We're about ready to skedaddle, but we have a few things to do before we do that very thing. Uh, I want to thank our guest, uh, Bill Burr, was on the program today. Bill Burr. Bill Burr is going to be playing a show at the Wells Fargo Center. We, the Preston and Steve Show, are sponsoring that event. It is Presidency Present Bill Burr Slight Returns Friday, September 16th at the Wells Fargo Center. You can get tickets at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. You can go to WMMR.com and get details and all that stuff. Thank you to Jen Frederick of Fox yeah. Good Day. Today is Delco Day. It's 610, so it's Delco Day, and we now have a new drink. It's a non-alcoholic drink at Marple Public House, and it is called the Casey Boy. It's awesome. And if you want to have it, it's got some uh, orange juice and passion fruit and mango and lime, I believe. And it's quite tasty. And uh, you can now order that in honor of Delco Day and in honor of our own Casey, the unofficial mayor of Delaware County. And also, thank you to our friends with Tacos and Tailpipes who came by this morning. Yeah, Good food, man. Yep. We had uh, had the gang from uh, Tequeria Aguila. Uh, the taco truck. Excellent. And also from uh, Clear Rum, which is spelled K-L-Y-R. 
And this event is on Sunday. It's free, and it brings out car clubs and enthusiasts from around the area for a good cause. Make plans to join Clear Rum and uh, Taqueria Aguila. Uh, for more uh, at the, for more of them at the car meetup on Sunday at uh, Maynard's Premium Detailing in Warminster. So make sure you do that because they're they're going to raise funds for the um, uh, survivors of that Christmas Day house fire that happened in yes. Town, which is the King family. Uh, so and the food was great. So thank you guys uh, for coming by this morning. It was cool. Uh, trying to think of uh, any other thank yous. One more time, congratulations to our final coolest teacher of the year, Christopher uh, Cornine, who is a life skills teacher at Downingtown West. And we'll get that fired up again next year and do that. Pierre uh, is in the studio. Hey, man. Good day, my friends. Nice to see you. As on this, it is to see you. On a beautiful Friday. Yeah, oh, lovely out. It's the best. Uh, so we have a prize to give away if you can give us a letter. I can. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. E as in evidence. All right, call number eight. Caller number eight. You get the Word of the Week prize if you do indeed know the word so let's uh, test your knowledge, and uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. What's on your radar, man? Well, I, I wanted to mention uh, a benefit. I think you guys mentioned it yesterday or the day before for a police officer uh, who's um, uh, gone through colon cancer, yes. and uh, his name is Billy Seifert, I believe is his name. And a buddy of mine, Joe, who's a Center City police officer, uh, has been telling me about this. And there's a benefit um, Sunday, 2 to 6, at the 1910 Bar. You can get more information at 1910bar.com, which is the Abington Club, the 1910 Bar and Grill. It's on Meeting House Road in Jenkintown. And uh, it's a benefit for him and his wife, Diane, and his daughters, Alyssa and Brianna, uh, on their road to recovery. So uh, if folks can support that, uh, that is a cool thing to do. Absolutely. First of all. um, And secondly of all, on the program, we'll have another set of pair of tickets, uh, another pair of tickets. Tickets for Everclear and Fastball on the Nixons, June 23rd at the Keswick. And uh, we will do a big block of the Hooters and celebrate their 40th anniversary, Take Two, November 4th and 5th at the Keswick. And I have two more pair of tickets to give away for the Hooters, which we'll do in the Workforce Blocks, along with uh, blocks of Green Day and Peter Gabriel. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, try and get a winner now and see if we can do that with caller number eight, who is Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, guys. Hello, Jim. Uh, we need a word of the week, and what is it? Well, I'm hoping the word is space. Infinity and beyond! Yeah. Well done, Jim. You got it right. It was indeed space. And the prize that we have is a 55-inch Clash 7 Series LED 4K UHD Smart Tizen TV, and that is courtesy of the show Obi-Wan Kenobi, which you'll now be able to watch on your big TV and new episodes stream Wednesdays only on Disney Plus. So we got it for you, Jim. Oh my God, my wife is going to kill me. But I'm so I'm so happy. <laughs> I love it. I, my TV is like ten years old. Oh, nice, perfect timing. This. It's got a break before I get a new one. But you know what, bitches? I just got a brand new. <laughs> yes, I, bitch. <laughs> I love Jim. All right, Jim, hang on the line. We'll get your info. Starring you and McCracken. And we will set you up with that, my friend. I want to congratulate and thank our sponsors. Uh, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. Take advantage of their summer sale today at PellaPhilly.com. And then finally, uh, Trinity Rehab, locations 
all over and now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Uh, next week on our program, Tony Yesenda will oh. be joining us. Uh, comedian uh, Stavros Halkias will be on the show. And our buddy actor Daniel Roebuck, who is in the Munsters yeah. remake nice. from uh, Rob Zombie. They He's just playing Grandpa. Dropped a teaser trailer. Yep. And uh, so we'll talk to him and we'll fill in the blanks with a few other things as well. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later, <laughs> gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> WMMR. Bing there. Do do be do. Do da da do dip.